On today's 100th episode special, the two of us will be taking a hard look at the 99 shows we watched and researched in 2020. From them, both of us will be choosing our top 10, giving an update on the future of each show, and revealing the most popular installments that you listen to. Unfortunately, we can't factor in shows we didn't review, so programs like The Last Dance and Tiger King, which definitely would have been one of our favorites, <laughs> um, won't be in contention. There are episodes that I watched, there are episodes that you watched, there are episodes that we both watched, but only one of us ever did the research for one of those episodes, so the one who did cannot include that episode in their top 10. I feel like this is the beginning of a marathon, because this is going to be a long episode, but it should be a lot of fun. We have a lot of things to talk about. I guess we should just jump into it. Rip off that band-aid. So the first episode we ever did was back in May. It was Brassic. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess that that is on your top 10 list. It is. Uh, the audio quality in that episode, and for the first batch of them, is, it's just <laughs> unlistenable. It sounds like the, I don't know, AC of a giant Costco or something in the background. Yeah, we were also really inexperienced. And the funny thing is, is that... But I like the episode so much that that's the reason yeah. why we did the podcast. Like, that's how... that's how. Yeah, because we did a couple episodes beforehand, but then we were like, okay, Brassic seems like the first one that we can really put out there. Mm-hmm. But going back and listening to it, um, it's not that great. But some of the information that I got for that is that season three is coming out in 2021. Filming has begun in Manchester. This includes Vinny O'Neill, uh, Joe Gilgan, who is the star of the show. And uh, there was a photo that was showing them throwing a body into the ocean. However, production has stopped because a crew member did get COVID back mm-hmm. in September. Yeah, they wanted to get rid of one of the COVID patients. that They didn't want to cancel filming, so they had to dump one of the bodies. Right? No, no, no. It was just the fact that Joe Gogan wasn't there that day, so that's something. But they yeah, did. so he he's not um, liable for any of the problems that may come from this. No, but they did. I think socially distance for two weeks. So. Okay, so after they dumped the body, they yes, also they socially distance. Yep. The thing I've, I've seen Joe Gilgan Gilgan is that Gilgan. Okay, in uh, Misfits, I've seen him in Preacher, and. I just can't see him playing a normal character. He's always got to have some sort of edge. Well, that was a weird thing. I learned that it was loosely based on his life, Brassic. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. like, if, you, if you've seen the finale, or really, I feel like any episode, you see just how outlandish it is and crazy. I mean, like, it's crazy, but it's also funny. And it's not as um, bat nuts crazy as like, I don't know. I mean, they, literally, there's, an, uh, there's like a scene where they're driving a car and someone gets hit. Yeah, but I think it's more like they stole in the first uh, episode that we watched, or the episode I watched, season two, episode six, right? Yeah, that was a finale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were like stealing stuff from a wedding to use for another wedding. Yeah. Like if you tell me this guy stole some stuff and then used it for like a party, that would make sense. Yeah, and then also it's just gotten critical acclaim ever since it came out. Yeah, so it's actually very high on my top ten. I won't say which until the very end of the okay. episode. I have but. my I have my mock draft of where I think everything lies, but mm-hmm. I'll leave that for the end. It's also like you said, universally acclaimed. It's got an IMDb score of eight point three, which is pretty high. That episode I watched has an eight point six, and the Rotten Tomato score is a ninety percent. So universally throughout, sometimes those sites can differ, and you'll have like an uh, eight point three show, and then you'll also have a like sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it'll just be confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the Eddie because we got to get through ninety nine of these. The Eddie, you watched season one, episode eight. That was the finale of the episode yep. of the episodes. Um, it had a seven point two on IMDb. The show did that specific episode had an eight, but uh, you didn't like it. 
Yeah, I mean, I liked the music that they had. I just thought that the you mafia plotline... You remember who plot directed line, it? Yeah, Damien Chazelle. And I really liked Damien Chazelle, but I thought that the mafia plotline was just out of place. Like, I didn't really feel a need for it. You you said that the jazz was not the type of jazz you like to listen to. Yeah, it was, like, more, I guess, upbeat, and I kind of like a laid-back type of jazz thing. Was it? Do you like the type of jazz that they explain in La La Land? I mean, yeah. You know, there was backlash to how they depicted jazz in that yeah but i like the songs that they have like gosling was supposed to be the expert in jazz some white celebrity guy who'd never played the piano until this movie yeah no i think he like spent four months having to practice or something practice to make it look like he was playing but not actually play right no i think you see him play in the movie so that's actually him i think so yeah okay cool um so they have actually 35 more songs ready to go for season two is it like a it's not going to get renewed but oh, okay. they, they had, like, so much prepared for just because the artist that they had um, brought in just kept on Was it multiple different artists or was no, it just no, no. one? No, it was mainly just one guy. Oh. Yeah. That's um, and then so they much said work. That, you said that the songs in the episode you watched, that there was at least one good one, right? Yeah, I, I thought all of them were good, like when he was playing the piano in the beginning one that they started off the episode with. Yeah, but it's not one of your top ten. No. So moving on to number three, it was Almost, almost Paradise. Almost Paradise, yeah. I, it wasn't the finale that I watched, but it was season one, episode seven. Mm-hmm. And we called it a burn notice, but like a cheesy burn notice, (laughs) which is already like (laughs) far off the map because burn notice was no serious drama to begin with. Uh, Then we also, oh, that was the episode I insulted your research. Yeah, I know. Yeah. At the very beginning, I said something and then you were like, great research. And I was like, it was the leverage when I was like, it it starts the main person from leverage. Well, you did this thing at the first few episodes where you would just ask these very basic questions like, so tell me what you thought of the episode and and, and, uh, who was your favorite character? And I'm glad you mentioned that because also at the end of every episode, I kept on doing this joke because you you made a joke where you're like, we should act like we're real like experts on every episode. And, I, and you like ditch that premise right away and i for some reason try to keep going so at the end of every episode at the very beginning i keep on being like we'll be reviewing the next episode of our favorite show and it would be whatever one we were reviewing i'm glad i ditched that premise well no one could times. hear it because the the loud background noise would just oh, yeah. like cover it up <laughs> but yeah this episode dealt with uh, uh richard kind coming in and the whole premise of the show is that this ex-DEA guy has moved to the Philippines. I don't know why. He wanted to open up his own shop. And then uh, Richard Kine gets them into trouble because he's kind of like a, not smarmy, but he's he's got a criminal past, yeah, and it's, to put it lightly. And, uh, and he has to get him out of trouble. And right now, it doesn't look like it's going to get a season two. Dean Devlin, um, one of the producers of the show, said that a lot of people executive have been... Produ- producer. Yeah, executive producer, yeah. Asked if they are going to get a season two, and he says, well, no matter what, we're not going to be back on WGN, the place it was originally airing, because apparently WGN is becoming, like, its own news source. They just want straight-out news. They mm-hmm. don't want any actual shows. But he said that the show should be going to an unnamed streamer. Well, if- no, NBC Universal picked it up. They did? Yes. And then he also released details to what season two would look like, but you have to look them up online, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to get it, but they did pick it up on NBC Universal because of the COVID thing. They said if it does well, it would get a second season on whatever streaming platform, Mm -hmm. so. All right. Number four, Council of Dads. This is the first (laughs) one that we can actually say is officially canceled. Uh, The second season 
like plot has been released it would have dealt with the after effects of a hurricane that they all dealt with wow okay but what do you remember from council of dads i remember it tried to be it was very cheesy in its humor like there was a part where um okay we've used sarah the wayne cheesy collins, already sarah wayne collins like runs past someone and then drops something and right as she goes to pick it up this like handsome man is just staring back at her and there's this big like pop song that comes into play that was the type of humor that was used in this show well it is based off that book that I told you about at the time. There was this cancer survivor who's had a ton of books about his life, and uh, he's still alive. And he wrote about these people who he expected to raise his daughter if he, daughters if he died. Yeah, and, and then and then they killed him off in the first episode. Well, right? <laughs> obviously it's loosely based on his life because it's not like that. But you compared it to a parenthood or modern family light. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sarah Wayne Callies, right? Yeah. Uh, She was the main character, despite the fact of being called Council of Dads. It didn't seem like it was going to take off. (laughs) Let's just say we kind of had a prediction about it at the time that kind of said um, it wasn't going to do well. But the episode you watched got an 8.5, so that's high. Oh, yeah, that is high. Yeah, especially when the show has a 6.6. Is that what most episodes got, or do you know? Yeah, that was about mid-range. I think the episodes have a higher score than I thought that they would. Okay, yeah. Well, a lot of the episodes I even wrote down for the IMDb ones had limited amounts, like less than 100 Mm, reviews. So So it wasn't going to be like a Game of Thrones level or anything. Number five, we had Dead Still. I watched the pilot to that. I didn't even write. It was about a post-mortem photographer, right? Yeah. And he was dealing with some sort of family squabble, murder situation. And it was on Acorn, right? Yeah, Acorn TV. Um, so far, nothing has been confirmed for season two. Uh, but I learned that like the episodes get better as you go into it. At least the IMDb scores. I remember are I didn't it. hate it. Like I said, it was like Endeavor, Sherlock, uh, Father Brown, but like. I was ready for the next episode. I, I didn't hate it. You know? Yeah, and I want to actually talk about Acorn TV. It's not the only time it's going to be mentioned, but I learned that apparently it's been around since 1994, but they would sell UK-based television uh, VHS tapes and DVDs, and in 2013, they went to a streaming platform for UK and uh, British. It's still there's... weird to me, though, that someone could make a career out of taking photography of dead people. Yeah, I mean, it was like I understand weddings, I understand bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs, <laughs> and dead people. Yeah, that's a little more quinceañeras. I didn't even remember this episode at all. Like out of all the podcasts, this is one you I don't just remember talking forgot. about. It? No. All right. Well, it has decent reviews still, so I would still recommend it. Uh, the next was the Luminaries. Yes. Uh, season one, episode two, and we got some flack because we didn't do the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, that was kind of a pattern, I feel like, at the beginning of yeah, the episode. Yeah, when we were going with season or episode two of everything, which we'll continue to do, um, it, well, I, we I, just like to line it up with the date that it comes out. Right. I like it, Unless it's something like Expanse or The Boys, we're not going to watch like three episodes of that. But I feel like if there's two episodes that come out on the same day and they're the pilot, we might do that. It was just because back then we were like, oh, we'll just do the latest one. But The Luminaries um, was about um, Lydia played by Eva Green and she was sort of this evil character and I, I just remember there were a lot of characters a lot of world building yeah it was based off of a book and there's no announcements of but any but it didn't get that great reception yeah and there's no announcements of any future seasons um but people but costume sets and props were donated to west coast museum uh, i'm gonna butcher the name hockey Tika museum this museum in particular deals with those time frames that the show did in the mid 1800s so people believe that for the most part this show is probably done i know you didn't watch it but do you remember who was in it i guess remember Diva green was in it that was it the person from yesterday he oh right Emory. that's right Hamish yeah Patel, yeah yeah he kind of got tricked into going across the sea to look for this lady 
uh, it was it was all right to me. I thought that it was better than it actually got reviewed. Um, from what I saw, you said that it was completed. The, yeah, the, the the book was one book, and it was done. Like but the, the thing the is, Handmaid's material. Tale was also completed, and they continued that series just with their own source material. But I think that with Handmaid's Tale, it was like nominated for um, Emmys. It just got better and was, Yeah, and a lot of people watched it. But you it. could tell the budget was there for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Songland, Season 2, Florida Georgia Line, 7.9 on IMDb. Yeah. Pretty popular uh, TV show. Yeah, I mean, I liked it for the reality show that it was because it, I felt like it was giving a lot of opportunity to uh, new artists. The whole story is that contestants pitch their songs to be played, and uh, you had like country music in this one? Yeah. Which isn't my favorite type of music, but the but it is catchy. I'll give it that. And so basically, a contestant, whichever one has the best song. You said um, you you felt like you were watching a masterclass when you first watched it. <laughs> yeah, because it's basically so if someone gets eliminated right off the bat after they play their best country song. But were you learning something? Yeah, you were learning because then he goes into this montage of everyone being pra- practiced by with at least a coach. So the coach gives them tips. They do the same thing in the boys. People get practice like they talk yeah but like every single episode for different genres i feel like you could learn a lot if you want to become a songwriter you also compared it to shark tank yeah because it's because again it's like whoever has has the best thing (laughs) if only i would want to see him i want to see him teach or (laughs) sing yeah that's good um it needs more views i think but it stands a good chance to get another season uh ryan tedder um i think it's tedder yeah from one republic He's won the most awards from the show. He's kind of like the Adam Levine of it. Yeah. He's won five, I believe. Um, And so I think that's all all we we can say about a reality TV show. Uh, Go back and watch the episode. Actually, don't. It's too early. Too early. Too early. Still too early. Uh, Barkskin, season one, episode two. Uh, This was the the first one where listener viewership actually kicked off a little bit. We got like 30 views and we were really thrilled. It went from 1 to 2 to 30. Right, yeah. This one, again, we we saw that had an uptick, and I wish it didn't because it wasn't the best one. I felt like after we did this, my recap of it really didn't hit as many points as I think it should have. And this is another example where I'd watch the first episode and second episode if we were to do it again. Yeah, you talked about Matthew Lillard chasing a girl for half the episode, mm-hmm. and then there were like two brothers. Yeah, that's that's about all I remember from it. I know it was a Nat Geo or National, National Geographic, Geographic uh, yeah. scripted series. Uh, it has a small audience. I don't really see season two coming about. Oh, I thought that this was a popular show. I, I mean, I thought that. I, I remember. Mean, I, was did you, I think you're just thinking that because that was the first one that Maybe. looked like was yeah. a, thirty views is a nothing, but like it seemed like a big well, deal I, back then. I remember when I was on IMDb, it had the most popular shows, and when I clicked on it, Barkskins ended up at like number thirty or something. So. Okay, yeah, it might might have been more popular yeah. when it first came out. Uh, but I can tell you one that's not popular is our next one that we're talking about. <laughs> number nine, Portals from Hell. Ohio State Reformatory. Now, for the people who aren't familiar, this is the place that Shawshank Prison was filmed at the uh, famous movie. Um, The show is not very good. (laughs) It stars Jack Osborne and Katrina Weidman. They're both like ghost hunters, and it's exactly what you'd expect a ghost hunting yeah. show to Surprisingly, be about. Surprisingly, it was in season two, but I didn't see anything saying that it was going to go into season three. I did find Katrina... Whenever you look up Jack Osborne, the only thing that seems to come up is Ozzy Osborne and Sharon Osborne. Right, because it's his son. Jack is their son, yeah. Yeah, and I found Katrina Weidman's story... How crazy is that? You get famous, and you have like a ton of money, and then your son is like, I want to be a ghost hunter. <laughs> well, what's even crazier is her story, uh, the other host, Katrina Weidman, because she said she first knew that ghost exists 
when her and her sister were at home and the mom came back with, I believe, their car keys. And then the mom couldn't find the car keys anywhere, so she started yelling at the two kids. And then they didn't know where it was, and somehow a couple days later it reappeared. And she said, more ghost things happen more frequently afterwards. I'm convinced. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a memorable episode. I'll give it that. Like, I can still distinctly remember that they were, like, hearing things and some lady said something about her dress being green or something so right, like, yeah yeah I, I remember bits about that episode that i won't forget for a while you're not going to predict that as one of my top no ten? i don't think so <laughs> okay well then number 10 transplant season one episode 13 right this ended up airing later than i believe like it originally was this was right? the first episode that we had the title song to mm-hmm. So I asked you to make that, and then you you were right. Able to yeah, I made like a thirty second thing on GarageBand. So yeah. yeah. So this is like a code black uh, medical drama. Mm-hmm. That's what you I remember. It to? Yeah, I remember it was like all right for what it was. Um, it just ended very oddly. Do you remember how it ended? Yeah, he like meets his sister, and then it just cuts to. Like, well, no, he, right? he has a sister. Right. And I think they meet the mom, who was supposed to be dead. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. And so then... it left off on a cliffhanger. The nice thing is that NBC has ordered a season two. It was originally a Canadian show, but brought over because of COVID. I like the Golden Retriever. I remember the Golden Retriever was a service animal for a kid that was going to be dying. And that's why it's a Canadian hit. They really like Golden Retrievers (laughs) there in Canada. Um, Another thing about the show that is like similar to Spartacus is that all the medical doctors uh, went through like a med boot camp before the show was released to what, kind of learn the terms of everything and make sure they were acting the right way. What they do with Spartacus, so they, so they just... Oh, it was a gladiator boot camp. Oh, that must have been... And yeah, like intense. they went in there, and even though they were all in good shape to begin with, it was like four weeks <laughs> of like strenuous, huge, muscly, like determined into <laughs> fighting, and then some people dropped out, and yeah. Oh, wow, so it got that bad, yeah. I well, imagine. no, I mean, it was all... They were all in favor of everybody. Like, no one dropped right, out because they were being but, bullied. Yeah, but, like, it was because they it was just too hard, I imagine. Um, for Snowpiercer, that's number 11. Number 11, Snowpiercer, David Diggs. And I remember there's one thing that you said while I was re-listening to that episode. Do you know what it was? That no, was a I big don't. mistake. I asked you who he played in Hamilton, or you brought it up. One way right, or another, it yeah. got brought up. And do you know who you said he played? Oh, no. Who would I say? Burr? You said he played Benjamin Franklin. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I love Benjamin Franklin's song in Hamilton. He comes out there, he's next to the nah, king, no. and he just goes off about his lightning and, uh, and how he <laughs> discovered electricity. Yeah, no, that's Thomas Jefferson. he wants Jefferson to be the turkey, Lafayette. to be the bird or whatever. Didn't nah, he want yeah. the turkey to be the American bird? Yeah. <laughs> Fifth grade history coming back to me. Uh, yeah, so Snowpiercer, I remember being disappointed. Mm-hmm. I think it's already made its second season, right? Yeah, it's a season two premiere on January 25th, and they've cast Sean Bean as Mr. Wilford, the leader of a separate train. That's so strange to me. Well, Wilford is the main leader right. of the train right. to begin with, yeah. Yeah, but and so separate the, train. At the end of this season, I learned that um, David Diggs' character does make it to the top, and he actually is leading the big, the first train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Despite the fact that in the episode I watched, he's like knocked out by the Yeah, that was the fourth episode. And season one will be released on HBO Max on January 1st. So production yeah. for this goes all the way back since May. Mm-hmm. So And so like I think they're going to at least do four seasons of this show. Even yeah, if it's bad, I, I think. I think they might, they might want to even do more. <laughs> like Branch it off and do like yeah. spinoff shows spin-off about shows. like not trains. But Just a, one of the snowmobiles. characters. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, I heard that the train is bigger in this show than it is in the movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a television show. And then what if, uh, what, who played in the original? Chris? 
Chris uh, Evans. Evans, yeah. So what if they brought him in for like season three? Like Bradley Cooper from Limitless. <laughs> or just continually bring in people from the movie. Or people from Hamilton. What if by the end of it, they're hosting one of those carts has like a giant stage. When Manuel Miranda is just he's in doing the, a Hamilton, of the train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Operation Buffalo Season 1, right. Episode 2. Yeah. 6.2 on IMDb. 7.9 episode that you watched. That's low, that's low. yeah. I, I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was interesting. You referred to it as not Chernobyl. Yeah, because it like dealt with... <laughs> It dealt with a weird subject matter. It, was it had. Like, it's about history. Right. It's about the uh, bombing that they did in Australia with complete disregard for the indigenous po- population there. Just kind of more imperialism of the British. And uh, then James Cromwell also ended up being in the show. And he, like, played... I remember were, I did the most research for this thing. Like, I remember there were, like, five other Operation Buffaloes, and they were all really tragic. And that was really fun to talk about. <laughs> I ended the podcast by saying, never do another Operation Buffalo. If, <laughs> if anybody ever runs a military operation, they're like, let's name it Buffalo. It's just canceled right I, there. I it's going to fail. I remember you saying James Cromwell did something very similar to what someone did in uh, like Hogan's Heroes, where they played a Nazi, but he was able to make fun of them. And that's the only reason why he decided to take the role, right? It would make sense. I think I studied up history about him and that his parents were really big progressives. Um, and that he is also like super into getting arrested for the right reasons. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it, then he get, got famous for Babe, which is odd because that has <laughs> really nothing to do with it. But he does like taking these type of characters um, where he plays kind of the opposite of his own beliefs. The show may have been a one-off. Uh, it's also on Acorn. It actually moved from ABC to Acorn. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Acorn's trying to pull in some Yeah, no, they really are. And because it had someone who was British, and I think that's the reason why one of the main leads was... (laughs) One British person, and Acorn's like, we want it. (laughs) Uh, Number 13, Kiran. I want to talk about this. So I did a ton of research for the finale of this episode, and I remember when we started filming, I didn't learn this until literally we started, you watched the pilot. (laughs) Yeah, the pilot was good. it's got a terrible score like it's got one of the lowest imdb scores that we have i even wrote down like some of what the highest and the lowest ones were i'll I'll go over that so fargo has the highest imdb score out of all the shows that we watch okay auntie donna's highest uh, it has the highest um ron tomato i imagine not them oh ron tomato score okay yes mandalorian has the highest single episode score it's only at a nine though pandora lowest yeah and then Pandora's yeah. also lowest in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like looking up stuff about Pandora because it turns out that the people in the show have a big sense of humor. Right, and I think yeah. they film in like Bangladesh. Yeah, well, it was we'll really weird. That. Yeah. And then Connecting has the lowest individual mm-hmm. episode score. And it was, I hated that episode. Yeah, I remember. I, I, after the podcast, I turned off the podcast and I made you watch part of the part that I hated. Yeah, the and then I went off about more on a rant. <laughs> Audience demand is actually a little bit up for this. Like, it has 0.5 times the demand of an average TV series in the United States, um, as according to, like, 30 days ago. I found this weird website that kind of talked about it averaging around 64.1 uh, demand for TV shows popularity. I didn't know it was partially based on a true story. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I tried. Crazy. I tried to do research on that, but I couldn't find anything, so I was wondering if it was just a marketing technique. I don't think Netflix needs to fall into, like, 
fake marketing, especially since this was not even in English, right? Yeah. And it's in Italian, I think. The finale, I remember, just had some crazy stuff going on, and then I wanted to talk about that, and when you watched the first episode, it was just kind of introducing everything, but you said even back then it had a monster plot, and that's something that was very true that I read with every review. Like, this thing goes crazy. And it, So why does it have a 6.6 for that episode? Why does it have a 71%? Um, it was beautiful, a little bit scary, if they had turned off, if I had watched it with like the lights off and everything, I think I would have been spooked a little bit. And the kids felt more real than a lot of TV shows, except for the part where they the bully stole the kid's hearing aid. I I found that it was most closely associated with lock and key. Yeah. Well, Which... you didn't you didn't count it as one of my top ten, and it is so. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know you liked it that much. Well, I oh, no. I took into account that there are shows that would not normally draw that much attention, and I tried to factor that in even if there were other episodes that technically i would have liked more i'll say i think that that's in a spot where i'm unsure about two that i've put there but we'll get to that later but number 14 number 14 uh reality z which is also one of the lowest rated shows that we could did i want to you watch the pilot yes and it's based off dead set zombie show <laughs> there uh, are the guy from um charlie booker the guy from black mirror right who directed it and yeah go ahead there are four shows that i really 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 did not like reality z was one of those shows it was just the amount of just craziness and chaos but not even like good chaos just random storylines that didn't feel like they went anywhere and then trying to put in the reality show with the zombies and it just did not mesh well based in rio de janeiro right yeah and and they like had this weird thing going on where this whole entire episode you were ready to see the contestants like first go into this like bunker kind of big brother type thing yeah but and I remember you showed me the um, finale to the other Dead one set. to Dead Set, and that was interesting. But this one just I feel like they took all the wrong qualities and put it into this episode. I really was not a fan. I remember the director or the creator of uh, Reality Z even said that they were going to straight up copy Dead Set for the first few episodes and then try to maybe branch out a little bit. But yeah, people didn't like the show. The way it ends makes it pretty conclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's really no chance of a season two, so you don't have to worry about that too much. <laughs> okay, good. All right, we can move past it then. <laughs> uh, Trackers, season one, episode two, also a show I'd never heard about. It's on Showtime, right? Or no, Cinemax. All yeah. right. And it's about, it was like this thriller. You had two storylines going on. There was like a diamond smuggling uh, rhino ambush unit. And then there was also um, this uh, PB something or other. It was some organization that was hunting down terrorists. Right. And it's joined a long list of places that are starting to shoot in South Africa. Um, I mostly found movies. but Well, like, it's based in South Africa. Right. So most of those series you're talking about, I don't know if they're actually taking place in the place that they're filmed. Like Vancouver is a big place to film stuff, but that doesn't mean that every place is talking about being right. Yeah, but I was just saying that like District Nine, Chappie, Invictus in my country, those are all films, and they're starting to take advantage of South Africa. However, season two has not been confirmed, and they're not sure if if even if it is confirmed, how soon they're going to be able to do it because it has one of the highest infection increases. So oh, with COVID, mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah, yeah, but it was interesting. The uh, the bad guy was my favorite character in that one. Um, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. 16. I mean... Blind spot. We gotta go, because we're at 30 minutes almost. Um, season 5, episode 6. Right, I remember this episode started off, and it was already just gold, because they, like, people come in and start shooting this place, and no one dies, and then the main villain, who refers to himself as Paul Rudd later on in the episode... His name is Ice Cream. Yeah, and then, yeah, Ice Cream, he's like, I want the gardener paintings, and I was like, 
What? I'm 10 seconds into this show. What is going on right now? Yeah, we learned that he had a debt that was owed to him by the, I guess, the good guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they have to do this heist. And I learned that one of my least favorite characters, Richard.com, had like a Rich.com. huge... Rich.com. He yeah. had a huge fan base. Giant so. fan base. Also, people said that they see too much of him, but they also like him. It's It's kind of a confusing setup with that guy but he might get his own show um the hundredth episode was the conclusion of the series you watched the final one of the final season or the final season one of the final episodes yeah it was i think there was like six episodes but there was an ambiguous finale so people aren't completely for it because they're not sure what it means (laughs) okay yeah so if you like blind spot then maybe prepare yourself for not getting the conclusion that you might want uh how to rob a bank season one episode eight (laughs) I, I mean, I remember it kind of like the ghost show where uh, I'm it's it's just in my mind. There's just so little about this show, so I wanted... Well, the one that I watched was like 90, 90 Second Robbery, so this guy would literally just go into a bank, steal stuff, and then walk and out within 90 was, seconds. Yeah, his name was Clay Toomey, and he's basically devoted his life to trying to stop people from robbing banks. He's written a book called Blue Chip Store. He does AMA questions on Reddit all the time, So and all the interviews, he's always like, just do anything else. If you want to throw a ghost skydiving, just don't rob a bank <laughs> it feels like he's cashing in on the fact that he was a criminal because while i was watching the show it felt like maybe if he hadn't been caught he still would have continued and that he wasn't being as authentic and also his brother was very complimentary of how smart the guy was even though i didn't find him that he smart. had a strange technique because he just figured out that all he had to do is pass a note to one of the bank tellers and be like give me all the money and no one gets hurt he didn't even have a gun yeah but so, you get yeah. like two thousand dollars from that and then he had to keep on doing right it. yeah that's what the reviews were saying and i and there was so little about the show that the reviews that i was like clicking on were things that i used in the original episode yeah so. predictably not a lot of popularity for it i think vice should probably stick to either their kind of like food thing or their documentaries the yeah. documentary food series yeah <laughs> <laughs> um the next one is bearing seagold yeah about, that was interesting about the like the episode you watched was dive hard with a vengeance right and uh apparently do you remember Vern from no, that no, I, he I, was I, like the old guy there was an old guy there I, I think the only one <laughs> anyways go ahead. I remember that someone took over the number one spot that's that's all I remember and I remember like there the, was Ken Kerr who lost his ship in a storm, I think. Mm-hmm. And then there was Chris. Maybe, maybe I'm getting my people wrong. I hope not. Uh, and then they, it's all filmed in Gnome. And I remember that I told you that the ice bi- the business had like boomed since then. And people who are amateurs have gotten, gotten into it. And it's bad because it's overcrowded. Yeah, and, and I remember the technology they were using was pretty cool because it was like underwater. So what do they do? They jump into the water. They go down. They pick up some gold and they come back out. I think someone had a contraption where it's like they could figure out where gold was. And then they had like a crane on the back of their ship, if I remember correctly. But is it like a bulldozer where they just scoop it out of Yeah, the... it was something along those lines. Oh, so they don't actually have divers jumping No, in no. There? Some people did have divers and, and did get gold. It, it varied in terms of how they did it. That was what made the show interesting. And then they calculate at the end of the uh, episode yeah, who has the most. By weight, I think. Or, well, no, yeah, because yeah. it's weight and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number 19, Girls from Ipanema. Now, this is one I'm not sure. Is this on your top 10 list? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. It had an interesting finale. Um, it was like a soap opera, Big Little Lies, Marvelous Maisel, racism, feminism, uh, big twist at the end. And I know why this has so many names. It's Girls from Ipanema, Koisa, Mace, Linda, and The Most Beautiful nice. Thing. And uh, Girls from Ipanema was the original title for the show, but um, Most Beautiful Thing 
Oh, sorry, other way around. Most Beautiful Thing was the original title. Girls from Ipanema was a famous song that they uh, wanted to change it to so yes, that we get more of an international dun, audience. Dun, 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 yeah. And then some debates online as to what's going to happen, even though there's been no news of a season three for a long time. Is, oh, it's uh, going to get renewed. It had such a big cliffhanger, and it's on Netflix. Well, it's either Team Roberto or Team Chico. Well, Delia and Therese's <laughs> make up after a fight that hurt their friendship. Who killed Gus? One of one of them was older than the other, Roberto or Chico. I forget which one, but like one was her manager and the other was like someone else. But they would always been discussing this person's death and then like Augusto, who was like the main villain of the series, uh, something bad happens to him. <laughs> yeah, and the way it happens is just kind of like funny. So it's it's a fun show to laugh at, but at the same time, that courtroom scene at the very beginning of the episode I watched was pretty good too. So I didn't mind it. I could see why you thought it might be on my top ones. Um, high production value, I believe. Yeah. Next is uh, Condor, season two, episode four, based on the um, political thriller, uh, whatever, Condor. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh I don't, Not Flight of the Condors. <laughs> I honestly don't remember a lot about this episode. I remember it had more action than I was thinking that it was going to. But in terms of the storylines, I, I really... Am. Well, remember, you weren't even sure about the original plot of the show, which is Joe, the CIA guy, like has his whole team killed off and then he has to survive. Right. And from what I was reading, he's a womanizer and all that. But from the show description you gave, you said that Sam, he that it mostly dealt with like his uh, his relationship with one of the kids. Right, yeah, I think that that was for what most of the episode I saw was about. Yeah, it didn't seem like he was getting it on with anybody. <laughs> um, it went from AT&T, because I think that network canceled whatever shows they were doing, oh, okay. to Epics. Right. Yeah. I all think right. that happened That's with all something, I have, really. some, yeah, that, something similar. It's called Slow Burn. I mean, if you like it, you like it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a spy show. Uh, Greenleaf, season five, episode one. It was its final season, right. but it also ended up with a big cliffhanger in the first episode oh, where say, okay. Jacob, or sorry, uh, AJ tries to commit suicide, but it's clear that he probably will be saved because he didn't do it the right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was on the own network, and the penultimate episode for this thing oh, drew... Wow incredibly high numbers 2.1 million viewers after the run i think that's how they are calculating it um it was the number one original series across broadcast uh cable for african-american women nielsen reported it i it reminded it reminded me of the shy um but like a re- more religious um more soapy drama version yeah. with rick fox <laughs> yeah that was that was funny to see and i so basically people like it and it might be getting a spinoff it also had a pretty cool like betrayal storyline going on where like this ministry had been bought out sort of by this white guy who had wanted to become a senator right. and he was in charge of this whole organization that was taking over the ministry right. um so yeah i would have been interested to find out what happened later on in the season um then sydney to the max that was the first <laughs> episode i think we did a game on um, and i got it right off the bat <laughs> yeah uh, you called it a goosebumps type of cringe yeah it was, but it was you fun. said it was a 7.5 for disney yeah I, out of 10 the episode was fine i was even debating having it on my top 10 list Do you remember who your least favorite character was? Was it Leo? It was Olive. You said Olive was a bit much. Okay. Uh, Three generations living under under one roof. Uh, The girl wanted to go to music camp and the dad didn't want to let her go. It was fun seeing the same type of jokes that I know I would have laughed at as a kid being like portrayed there. October uh, is when season three started production. So you're going to have plenty more of (laughs) both Sydney and Max. Nosferatu, you will not, though. Canceled. 
uh, very happy it's canceled <laughs> yes, because it's it did not honor the books very well. And from the two episodes I ended up watching, not for this series, I just watched the one where uh, Siler or Charlie Banks. Um, and or Zach- Zachary Quinto. Yeah. <laughs> or Zachary Quinto. He plays a lot. Or Spock. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to name all his IMDb at this point. Um, he comes back to life. It doesn't follow the books that directly, and it actually hurts it because of that. Yeah, I... I have some serious misgivings of the way it presented Vic, the main character. I really, really like the book, especially the way that the latter part of the book went. Well, like the very ending. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and so I was I was kind of upset with the, this show. A lot of... You're, like, faint a lot of people's description. They really don't like the alternatives that they took to characters, the added-on characters, the ratings declined for this thing during season two. They say it could have been a lot darker. Zachary Quinto, some people say, look ridiculous. Um, it had a 6.7 in the episode that I watched. Yeah. And it was a little too corny. The only thing that I saw that was positive for sorry, the show... Sorry, sorry, sorry. The show has a 6.7. The episode I watched had a 7.5. Go ahead. Right. I was just going to say that the show has been said that, like, it has some beautiful scenes with the lights and stuff. But I feel like you're going to get that with a ton of TV shows. So, I mean, yeah. That was an opportunity, a swing and a miss. And they also changed one of the other main characters into, like, from her... um, She was a librarian or something, and they turned her into a teen. Right, and didn't the book... Did it go in between, like, uh, past to present? It it skipped a major part of the Vic storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dirty John, Betty Broderick, also a huge amount of listeners on that one, but, like, into the Uh, hundreds at that point. Um, And that's probably because people confuse the podcast (laughs) with with ours. Ha ha. (laughs) We did it. Um, You enjoyed it. You said it was solid. Yeah, it really was. Uh, And it's funny to me because, like, true crime is not what I thought that you would like that that much. I thought that the... You didn't even know the storyline. Yeah, I didn't know the storyline, and I liked the courtroom scenes that they had. I thought everyone did a good job. It kept my interest for the 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. The next season, because it's an anthology series where every season's going to follow something else... It's going to probably be in the West Coast, or it's going to leave the West Coast because the first two storylines were in, like, California. You didn't predict that to be one of my top tens, and it is. Oh, I, I really liked it. Wow. Yeah. That I thought much. that I thought it was interesting. I think and you it, like Mr. Robot, so you like, um, what's his face in that? Christian Slater. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I found her, like, even the uh, cliffhanger, like, really interesting because she gets a gun, and it's like, oh, what's going to happen? There's two episodes left, so, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Something bad happens, <laughs> and uh, some people end up dead. <laughs> so the next season will also focus more on family than it will on, like, a romance gone wrong, because the first two uh, seasons were just about, like, uh, some stepfather or something. I do have to apologize to any of the Max actually is on my top ten list. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I yeah, we'll, we'll get more of that uh, later. That's but... that's kind of like my rating for the Cure Arm one, where it wasn't expected because, you know, you, you made jokes about it at the time, but yeah. you didn't want to watch it, so... Yeah. Um, the 100 was seven, season seven, episode seven. We watched the Queen's Gambit. No, I'm not talking not about the, the TV yeah, show. But not we did yet. do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yet. It was the first time I'd seen the show in quite some time, and I was very surprised by how aged the characters were and how crazy the plot had gotten. I was on board for the idea of like the Earth had overgrown itself. I was not prepared for the Earth to have exploded <laughs> like several times, and there'd be these weird aliens and black-blooded, uh, red-blooded people who were like right. not even who they are there's like implants in them or something the first half Clones. of the season it's like you can kind of it's mediocre they say there's one really high rate episode i think it's episode eight the next you, one the next one <laughs> why didn't you assign me nah. the next it one? was a 9.3 i believe it was a mid-season finale but after that mid-season finale jump the scores for this thing are are very low i think lower than a lot of what the other episodes had it ended in its 100th episode which yeah. is very fitting and they were able to finish it right before lockdown started like a 
couple days, I think. Yeah, but I think that the, probably as it got closer to the finale and people realized they weren't going to be able to uh, <laughs> tie up as many loose ends as they had, that yeah. people got wise to it and just started rating it lower. People um, were. Kinda... I, I am curious why that other one, the one right after the one I watched, the one I watched has a seven point eight. The next one has like a nine point three. You said. Yeah, and I. Jeez. I'm wondering if I know they were trying to do a backdoor pilot this season. And this isn't a show that just has a few reviewers. It has no, it has like a lot. thousands. Yeah, a lot of people were mad by the way that Bellamy was kind of killed off, which happens in the first episode. Yeah, there was a flashback to him. I remember yeah, and they, and they kept him in it for a lot of the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. As one of those, like, ghost people who just shows up in points. <laughs> they wanted to end the show on their own terms. The producers did. So they felt like they didn't need to... I mean, it hits indication. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, the next show that we did is actually by several different papers and magazines and all that. Guardian, BuzzFeed, The Ringer. Mm-hmm. It just goes on. Vanity Fair. Uh, all these shows say that I May Destroy You is the best show of the year. Yeah, I, I don't agree. But I did like the episode. I thought that it dealt with some serious subject matter that was done. And that's probably why. Because better it's than woke. dealing with, uh, yeah, yeah, dealing with these progressive stuff. So we've done a lot of type of shows. We did British shows, music shows, soapy rom-droms, uh, reality shows, historical shows, horror shows, PC shows, religious shows, sci-fi <laughs> shows, cartoons, game shows, comedies, period pieces, shows based on books, based on comics, based on other keep, shows. Keep, keep going. <laughs> I could, but... um. So this one, it does fall into sort of the PC progressive type. Yeah. But the way they did it was, as you said, more effective than a lot of the swings and misses with maybe Woke. Woke got a season two, by the way. I didn't know. Well, okay, I'm surprised. But yeah, I, I think that this one did it because did well because it focused on that for the majority of the season. So they were really able to yeah, dive deep into the characters. I really like the last scene where she embarrasses the person. It was fun. It was cringy to watch, but it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, that's good payback. Mm-hmm. Michaela Cole's gotten a lot of credit for how she's done both her shows, but particularly this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's basically said no, that this show won't continue. Like she doesn't oh, have a reason to. They're not? Okay, wow. She has the rights to it. If you remember, I told you that Netflix tried to buy it from her for a million dollars. And she was like, well, I want to retain some amount of uh, pull. Yeah. And they said, no, that's not the way we do things. So, she, so she sold it to HBO and I guess she's pulling the plug on it. That's similar with Warrior. Um, I remember I discussed something like well, that back Warrior, in the podcast. Well, Warrior, I thought. Yeah, it's just Warrior. being canceled because uh, Cinemax or whatever well, I'm saying that one of the networks is like completely getting rid of all their stuff. But I think Bruce Lee's daughter like wanted to retain some rights and places were trying to just buy it and give her money to pay her off, basically. All right. So. Yeah. So I may destroy you if, if you're interested in what plenty of people have called the best show of 2020. The next one is called Little Voice. <laughs> it was a pilot on Apple. <laughs> this is uh, definitely different in terms of content. I remember yeah, it was a to... music show. Mm-hmm. It concerns Bess, a 20-something-year-old uh, singer who has stage fright, and the jokes can get pretty corny. Um, she lives in a storage room, or no, she just practices in a storage room. There was a big... And her dad is very filled with wisdom. There was a big split between the audience and the critics. A lot of the audience on Reddit and just other places love it. The critics are not too kind to it. Something very ironic about that, it is one of the most consistently rated shows across the platform. The uh, The show has a 7.1 on IMDb. The episode I watched has a 7, and the Rotten Tomato score is a 76. So it's like flat. But you just said that there was a very polarized opinion. of Right. It. A lot of people want the show to be renewed. I went on to some forums and there was not even like one downvote for that. Like a lot of the audience wants it to be renewed. However, I don't think that Apple TV has commented on that at all. And I, I think-, think I'd probably align with the critics more just because of how um, 
cliche some of the stuff was, but if you're into like rom rom coms, then it, you'd, you'll watch it. It was listed on Rotten Tomatoes actually as uh like they did a best of the list and it made it like very very low on the list. Yeah. So. Well, Apple has a budget, so it's not without production quality. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and it's it, based in New York, so you could tell it was actually New York. I remember, I remember like you that. saying that it was funny as well at yeah. some points. The next one doesn't have a lot of production quality because it's another reality show. It's called The Unexplained, hosted by William Shatner. William Shatner, yep. Who is now 183, <laughs> going on 5,000. I like seeing him. I like some of the stories they told. Some of them I felt were a little... You, you know, said like they were long and cheesy. The 9-11 one, I feel like you can get kind of offensive five separate stories near-death experiences uh part two is just about to start streaming now or playing on tv now yeah in january it was interesting i mean for a reality show for what it was it was fine Uh, i remember they talked about houdini and the magic tricks and they kept it interesting for the 40 minutes shatner is like Shaq. he'll do anything like commercials He'll, he'll just Put his name out there at this right, point yeah. he doesn't need the money because who knows how long no, he's going to yeah. be alive so i don't know like what he's going to do with all that like cash it was i was like because <laughs> you know he demands it to be in cash he doesn't allow anybody to pay him in any other denomination yeah, he, he shows up in the weirdest things i remember he showed up in like the fanboys movie when i first saw him i was like what is he doing there Why? yeah and at first you'd think maybe he'd be difficult to work with like chevy chase um but it doesn't seem like he is no, uh, yeah, seems he's like a, a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. Despite, like, when he was working with Star Trek, I think that there have been, like, butted heads about stuff. Mm. The next show is Yellowstone. This one I had heard about a long time beforehand. I got very positive reviews, and I wanted to see what you were going to think of it. I saw it on the TV guide the week before you signed it to me. That was the first time I'd seen it. Oh, and I know okay. it has Sawyer. I, I, thought, I thought you meant that you had seen the episode, and I was like, what? That, that's news to me. But yeah, no. The uh, Apparently, it's going to get a season four. It uh, you, It's currently in production in Missoula, Montana, and filming has already been put underway. The finale uh, for season three was one of the highest, with the second highest rating on uh on the whole entire show and kevin costner has made the decision to not direct any episodes for the main purpose of wanting to be focused on acting in the show uh i guess have a kind of fun fact in 2017 governor steve bullock visited the ranch while filming of yellowstone was carried out yeah you're not mentioning anything about the wolf i remember that was the most interesting storyline about the guy uh, the son who wanted to like kill that wolf Mm -hmm. but it is actually one of my top shows oh i had it there and then i just i didn't put it down yeah well i really liked it it was very easy to jump into there was a very funny setup with the gang at the end where he kind of like gets back at them right the motorcycle gang yeah there's a motorcycle gang in the west and the westerners win i thought cowboys win i thought some other ones were going to be on there okay yeah yeah it's easy again you just jump into it right um it, but oh there is a rumor that next season what's his face isn't going to be there the main character kevin costner yeah that he gets shot or something and that he's well be season there. three i won't give away what happened so let's just say that it puts the fate of the characters in some very situations i don't know situations. if it's because he's gonna die though i think he might leave it just uh, I, yeah i, I Maybe. don't know whatever that's just my source um the next one is one lane bridge uh season one episode <laughs> six so the, I mentioned that we were going to bring up Acorn TV, and although we already have, uh, this was picked up by Acorn TV, acquired the rights to premiere exclusively in the UK. I remember after doing this one. It's a New Zealand drama. Yeah, you turned to me and you were like, this feels like a throwaway episode just because of how boring you said it was. It, um, it was very slow. 
there was literally like a whole, I don't know, 30 minutes dedicated to a rabbit shooting thing. And I think you saw the finale too. It was bland, yeah. That's why I thought, man, this show's probably not going to be continuing very long. And then I had to deal with this guy who had second sight and could kind of like tell about murders, but not too many specifics not enough where it would just give away the plot for us you know we had stuff like yellowstone and you can even say girls from ipanema which did pretty well um and we had done some famous ones beforehand but really ones that we didn't know about like one lane bridge and just a couple others early on like i feel like the amount of knowingness about it made it not good (laughs) did you put quipped on your top 10 Sorry. You mean... (laughs) I just combined Queeby with Flipped. Yeah, I thought about it for a while, and then I did not. Okay, I was just curious, curiosity there. Uh, 6.7, it has on IMDb. I like seeing... I like the first three episodes. If I kept that type of momentum in comedy, it probably would have ended up on my top ten list. But again, it's like 90 minutes total, so you're saying you like the first, like, third of the movie. I think it was actually, like, first five. I I like seeing Arturo Castro, and then I like the different people that they had in it. Will Forte is funny. Produced by Funny or Die, so, yeah, yeah, it had all the Joe Schmo show type of thing. But after a while, I felt like, even though they put a ton of money for, like, one minute, I think you said it was $100,000 a minute, it just wasn't... Queeby is dead. Yeah, Its model didn't work, and we sort of were talking about it in that episode, um, but, but yeah, I wasn't going to make it. Yeah. And then we also listed off a bunch of other episodes or shows that were coming to come out on or about to go out on Queeby. Right. Uh, like there was a Trevor Noah one. I know the sex doll one actually did go out and then the most dangerous game, but, um, possibly what was the most dangerous game? The one with Christoph Waltz. Yes. Christoph yeah. Waltz and Luke Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sorry. Bye bye Queeby. <laughs> Next is how to sell drugs or online fast, right? Yeah, I, I, I like that one. That was Did funny. Did you put it on your top ten? <laughs> no. What? No, no, I didn't. But both I, of I, those I had marked as maybes. Well, you're not wrong because I was thinking both of them were like my number ten spot and then they were on the list for a while until they got dropped off. That's what I saw when I like looked at your notes. I'm kidding. Yeah, I was, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was funny. It was in a different language, but I felt like they were able to push some boundaries and something was happening every minute. Yeah, I told you at the time that it was based on a true story and the guy who did it, the thing, like the selling of the drugs, mm-hmm. actually showed up on set and they didn't even believe it at first. I feel like I'm busting your brain like twice. <laughs> well, no, just, yeah. But I I think my favorite joke was after the intro to the show, because they had a clip and then the intro after the show, he's like, yep, that's it. And then it like zooms out in Netflix, even though it's on Netflix and does the next episode thing, even though there was so much left of the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was probably yeah, my favorite. It's already joke. been renewed for another season. So don't worry about it. You'll see more of it. I, I might. Yeah, I, I really like that episode. And then we go to Flack. Flack, this I did have on your number 10 list. I have it even kind of high. Uh, yeah, it's it's up there. Uh, I really like uh, Anna Paquin when she's not in True Blood. <laughs> yeah, and the show has not been renewed for season three, but as strong speculation. It was funny it... because it made fan of, made fun of cancel culture, but also like took it seriously. And then uh, there was this whole thing with the affair that the main character had had, and how like she wasn't a good person. And I know that it's become sort of a cliche to cast the main character as kind of an anti-hero. Anti-hero, yeah. Um, but. She, it, it, there was more than just her it was an ensemble cast and they all kind of had funny jokes so. yeah and season two um will be coming to amazon prime later in 2021 uh fans want to return because again it got taken off pop sugar and was put on the amazon but um Wait, hold up i got that it was confirmed for season three and that when? like i pretty recently and also that amazon uh, okay. picked it up yeah, Amazon had picked up the, the no, first like two seasons. No, like Pop TV had like, yeah. Yeah, it, it took it off its its watch list. And then Amazon picked it up and now it's renewed it. 
I didn't know it was renewed. I thought that it that they had just gone to two right. seasons. But yeah. <laughs> Next, we got baseball. Yeah, we we chose baseball <laughs> season one hundred and fifty one episode one. It was the first baseball game either. It was of a us good episode because no, the Yankees won. So. No, we, we're baseball fans, so this was an easy one. We talked about the cardboard cutouts. Um, unfortunately, both teams that we reviewed, the Yankees and the Nationals, um, did not make the yeah. World Series. Uh, the Rays won the World Series. The Nationals ended up in fourth place in their division. But it so will be renewed. They didn't even. St- <laughs> Funny. Um, the the Nationals had the worst uh, winning percentage post a title that any team had had for oh, like wow. since like nineteen. I mean, this season wasn't really like a good season. It felt like a fake season. On. Yeah, but at the same time, good job for the Rays. They took out the Yankees. Um, and they did it in a, with like a minimal budget. They, yeah. they always seem to be contenders and they just show up. So good job to them. Uh, Umbrella Academy. Wait. We both watched it, but, um, oh wait, no, sorry. I skipped one. Perry Mason. Yeah. Perry Mason. So, um, that show has been already renewed for season two. I said it in the podcast. It has blown past in terms of ratings, uh, for like, wait, the, when you say blown past, it, it hasn't gotten like universal acclaim or anything. It has a I was saying in viewership yeah. ratings. Nielsen, um, Nielsen ratings. yeah, the show, the show, like you said, it's kind of mixed to positive reviews. Um, I really would have wanted to see what would have happened with Robert Downey Jr., but um, I like Matthew Reese as well. Uh, anything to say about it? It's not nearly as good as Americans, Matthew Reese. Like he, I think that's his role forever. I know that in maybe se- it's because he was working with his wife. I know that in season two, that uh, he's going to actually be a lawyer. One of the complaints was, even though you saw an episode where he like started to have the roots of being a lawyer, they really didn't focus on that. Yeah, the thing was, it was like a style over substance thing. You could see it in the trailer. It was so well crafted as far as visually and it's stunning when you see like courtroom scenes and such in the time period but when it came to the plot it, it kind of stretched a little thin after a while and the episode i watched um i only liked the court scene after that it was kind of just like eh. <laughs> um oh you want to move on yep. uh yeah so umbrella academy um i did the research for that i remember talking about the comic a little bit it's obviously been renewed there's possible uh, spinoff with vanya's character because of elliot page um and uh her transitioning uh him transit how do you say it um her transitioning vanya's character into someone else i don't know what they would name her like victor or something um so uh yeah we both liked the episode and we actually watched most of the season but we haven't finished the season um, so we won't give too many spoilers about it. But it's on in my that first episode, it was it was based in 1968, and they kind of stay there for most of the time. 1963, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's in my top 10. The first 15 minutes of that are still, like, the most entertaining 15 minutes, I think, out of any season premiere that I've watched in quite a while. I love that, like, just the they, apocalypse. They like the stun, yeah. And then right even after the intro, you think to yourself it's going to slow down, and no, Hazel dies within the first three minutes. It slows down after a while, but I still like scenes like Hazel the crazy... Hazel was written out because he had other stuff to do. Right. Like, the guy who plays him was super busy. The um, I still like the crazy cover that they had, and the scene in the episode was so good even after that. They kept it fresh. Yeah. I think Five has become sort of a caricature of himself, though. Like, he does yeah. that thing with his head where he, like, kind of leans He's in. He's like a crank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't feel natural as much as the maybe the first season. It's so funny to see, though. And I even like the characters on this season, like the goldfish. 
Yeah. <laughs> Poor goldfish. Talking goldfish, yeah. And then we got Tacoma FD. Yep. This... Season 2, Episode 8, surprisingly good reviews all around. Angie Tribeca is what I compared it to, but Angie Tribeca doesn't have these reviews. No, and it's been renewed for Season 3. It had 11 million these have fart jokes. It's yeah. Death Valley, but yet you're still seeing 8s as like... I think it has a lot of guest score. stars, and it adds a lot of people that if you like, you're probably going to like the show. Eugene Cordero is one. So. I remember the main joke in the episode I watched was about the lady who like got her... Uh, throat hit and uh, Lucy I think her name was and uh, she has a man's voice for the entire episode that's, that's, that, yeah. that's the premise <laughs> so I don't know why it's successful or why people like it more I like it it wasn't on my top 10 but still I mean it's it's good go watch it season 3 on true tv it will be yeah season 3 soon yeah. all right Number 38, we have the coroner, or just coroner. Uh, it was also a pilot that was brought over from Canada and was playing its second season at the time that the first season was released on in the U.S. So right. you just watched the U.S. version. It was, of- just, it was just a normal episode of me. I didn't find anything too special in it. Season um, three's already been renewed. It's wow. So, yeah, it's popular enough. Uh, Jenny investigates the death of a teen. While well, she has a teen, and then she has some like difficulty with her husband, I believe. Yeah, plot of and it. there's this black dog that keeps showing up in important moments. Okay, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Because it's no, different uh, than it's different than the book, and she also has like a drug thing. I think honestly, she's like ter- house in that way. In terms of episodes, it's probably what I have the least about because it was just a mean. It's not memorable. Yeah. All right. Even though it has a seven point seven as a show, uh, the rain was uh, is finished up. It's done. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you want to watch it. Uh, Rasmus voluntarily confides himself in Apollon. Simone is his sister. Anything else to say? No, I mean, like, I guess remember that they tried to do the thing where they ended it the same way that they made it begin. Jumps into a waterfall. Oh, no, we were talking about all the hokey ways in which people don't get infected when they probably should be getting yeah, infected. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, and you were saying that someone jumps in a waterfall. Hmm. Uh, the episode that you watched, however, got a 6.7. The series has a 6.3. Those are low. Yeah, I, it wasn't that great. But, I mean, like, uh, if they wanted to finish it on their own terms with season 3, It was three, apocalyptic, go right? Yeah, it was, it was very reminiscent uh, of people, a, a 100. Yeah, people really hated the first episode, I remember. Because it, uh, it didn't make sense. The kids let in, like, It didn't make sense. It wasn't interesting. Yeah. It wasn't interesting. Um, room 104. Well, I think that we skipped corporate. You are correct. We did skip corporate. And I, I hate corporate. No, I kidding. wasn't sure. I put this on the top 10 list. Yeah, it's it was a thought for the top 10, yeah, but, top it, 10. but I didn't actually do it. Pat Bishop, Matt Ingebretson, and Jake Wiseman, who run the show, They I basically have that they just also do a lot of AMA Reddit meetings, and some of their answers are pretty funny. Yeah, um, it got canceled, right? No, it ended. Oh, it ended? Uh, that might have been because Comedy Central canceled it, but I think that they ended it like the way that they wanted to the two creators you talked about play roles in the show and they're kind of like a jake and amir type and it's yeah the show itself was like better off ted yeah and except i know it was like really dark like they put a lot of dark drama it's dark but also like lance riddick is much lighter than he normally Mm -hmm. plays yeah usually he's a much darker character himself uh hampton deville employees are gossiping about passive aggressiveness the entire time (laughs) as the guy who's bald who's always dropping a comb there's there's nothing not to like in that show um it's under what, what's the word um it represented it's under like under like not talked about as much yeah underrated uh definitely a better show than i could put together and I, I don't i think that like all seasons are liked of it like i think people are okay with the finale and everything it I seemed do. pretty uh, stationary like it, yeah. it knew what it was it, it never tried to expand past the office comedy yeah um 
the we did the rain room 104 a show i've seen plenty of episodes of and this episode fell into the not as good as some of the better ones but not as bad as some of the yeah worst. there was some controversy which is considered the worst in the penultimate episode they've been wanting to do mark duplass and his brother have been wanting to do an animated episode for a long time oh no that one got they again. finally did and... and it was because of a certain sexual assault storyline that went on um 3.9 on imdb they do for... they do several sexual assault ones in that room but that, that room is not a place to go. But I think they're talking just in terms of animated form. How this was their final season, it. though, right? Yep, their final season. They're finally done with it. I think I think it's good that it's done. Yeah. Like I was I was happy that they got a couple more seasons than I expected. But I think Animals, the cartoon that they did there, was a better show all in all than HBO's The Room. Yeah, and I know that Mark Duplass also he even brought up because he talked talked about the animated episode. He brought up Animals. He was like, I oh, think. Yeah. Mark Duplass has gotten his hands on like the football that the president's the, nu- the nuclear football yeah. that the president like holds because he <laughs> seems to have some sort of uh, in everything control <laughs> over what gets picked up like he can pitch any project and he'll he'll get it. Yeah, like I said, I remember I was just watching randomly that one movie Tangerine and he saw, his name suddenly popped up. It was like I was like, what is he doing there? So mm-hmm. yeah, the Titan Games season two episode twelve. It was the finale. You got to see the champions and who won. And uh, we brought up the circle at the time and, and talked about Joey. But... You know what's funny is that, like, when I was watching that, it was fine. I still don't think it was a bad show at all, but the things coming up, I think, like, the episodes coming up are just a lot better. So looking back at the Titans game, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that wasn't Your really main complaint good. at the time was too much backstory. Yeah, I just wanted to see them do their thing. Which, I think, for most reality shows, there's too much backstory. Yeah. <laughs> People want to see people fight. People want to see people compete. Or sledgehammer. People do not want to care too much about the like stories behind these. Movies. Right. No. I, I know it's that it's just they... filler. It's it's a lot of it's fake too. Right. But yeah, you know, I like the when they had the sledgehammer and they were hitting the pin trying to get mm-hmm. it out. And... Noah and Will, Will with his country strength that didn't end up. <laughs> he had to go back to teaching. Yeah. Um, oh really? Yeah. I mean, it was well. I I don't know if he actually did, but, but that yeah. was a joke he made. Um, they are not filming anything for it yet. Because, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But they haven't also confirmed it either. I think it's I remember just said, up to The Rock. You said the viewership, though, was pretty high for it, right? Uh, yeah, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Not as big in the second season as it was in the first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso. I have this on your number 10. Mm, no, it's higher. What? Not in your number 10 spot. Like, oh, it's on. Top yeah, yeah, yeah. Top yeah, 10, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, because it defied my expectations. Um. Ted Lasso is... Mr. Rogers meets, uh, I don't know, Mr. B. <laughs> it's been renewed for a second season. Creator Bill Lawrence said that it'll probably just be three seasons on a recent podcast. That he, he does also liked JD. our tweet at the time, and yep. so did Jason Sudeikis. That was a big, that was a big jump for us. Mm-hmm. We really liked that. This is one of the um, highest listened to episodes as well. And uh, he, the show has an 8.7. Um, which yeah, that's, is outrageously that's, that's, high. That's high, yeah. And Especially the, when at first I, I just discounted this thing. I thought it was going to flop. That's another one where I didn't realize that they had released three episodes on the same day. So we probably would start with the pilot, but we ended up watching but the third I'll be episode. honest, with a show like Little Voice, when I first hear the premise and I'm like, okay, they're going to do music. They're going to throw an Apple um, budget behind it. And it's going to star like a... a someone in new york like mm-hmm. living in like it, it, it sounded like that could have turned into something amazing i would not have thought that just like an snl skit would have turned into something that's pretty funny and, and almost universally liked in some way or fashion the second season's already being or it's about to be filmed in the uk during january 2021 mm-hmm. so people will like it Hope get they ready keep the magic yeah yeah the next one is lovecraft country that, was, that was our highest one for a long long time 
highest. Uh, oh uh, yeah, we a boom in people mm-hmm. who watched it. It also helped that I had all these facts and homages listed out because all these websites decided to do reviews about them. So I just read through all there, of them and kind of was able to map the entire episode and we were able to kind of diagnose point by point what happened throughout the that, entire episode. That's thing. what I wanted kind of for this podcast to be and I feel like some episodes we've done it, some episodes we haven't. But around that Ted Lasso, Lovecraft Country like area, I feel like we really did a good job on those and I was really happy with how they turned out and how they were the most listened to. Yeah, starting by like episode 10 or 11, our audio quality is significantly enhanced and by the time we put the actual title song on it, I think it sounded pretty good mm-hmm. um, or sounded much better at least. <laughs> it, it still had some issues with the AC sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Lovecraft Country, I don't regret um, anything we did with that one. Atticus Freeman meets his friend Letitia and Uncle George, right? Mm-hmm. And HBO has yet to say, but it's getting another season. Yeah, I mean, it, it is getting show. another season. It's on my top ten too. It didn't do as well for the rest of the season as it did. At I the saw beginning. that. Yeah, I remember I checked the IMDb scores because I said I was going to see the second I, yeah, episode. But, but I'm sure the viewership retained a good amount. Viewership retained, yeah. But I, I because they kept publicizing it. Whenever you go onto HBO Max, it would be the first yeah. thing flag you'd see. Forty-five. We have Wentworth. The prison show in Australia that reminded me of Orange is the New Black, but it wasn't as uh, the camera quality wasn't that good. Uh, it's a, also about terrorists, terrorism. Um, Out of all the shows that I have assigned you and then haven't seen, I, I am. Oh, still sorry. Ignorant. Did Lovecraft County make your top 10? Yeah, I said that. Okay. Well, I country. I, yeah. yeah, country. Uh, I also put that. So yeah. So yeah, I did. But going back to Wentworth, I actually kind of want to see this show just with the craziness that happened. Um, I remember I said that the hijinks in this show is uh, strange and they're going to be coming back. Um, well, they brought back their evil character Ferguson after they buried her alive. I, I mean, you can watch it for all you want. I don't know if you'd like it that much. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still I need to see. Yeah, Black. I still need to see Orange is the New Black. So they have a final ten episodes that is going to be released, I believe, sometime later in twenty twenty one. Yeah. However, it's also been successful in the U S. It was in the top ten on Netflix for, I believe, like the first week that it was released. How do you know? Because I remember seeing it there. Top. Oh, you mean the top ten of the yeah, list? Yeah, yeah. Because Netflix is like known for not telling you the numbers of the actual thing. It'll tell you state by state. Yeah, same, same with Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah, no, I think Wentworth was there for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. It's got a steady audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucifer, season five, episode one. <laughs> this was about a devil. Yeah, I remember I, I saw the IMDb score. You said for it was corny. It was very corny. And genre mash. I just, I just remember him walking in and being like, hello, bad guys. It has and an 8.2 on IMDb and an 8.2 on that episode. Yeah, for those that like it, I'm sure it was just a normal episode. But well, it's got one more season coming out, and they asked the main guy, the guy who plays the Lucifer, yeah. and I know I talked about him at the time of the show, but uh, if there was going to be a chance for more seasons, and he's like, no, I think six will be good. I wonder what... So it- they're debating right now whether or not it's going to get 100 and we t- mm. talked about that during the show, whether or not it would hit syndication. There, it, Usually there's 16 episodes, but they'd have to make it a 17-episode season to do so. Yeah, it was such a strange show, and like I had been hearing about it for a couple of years, so I was interested in checking it out. In the end, I'm sure that this was just like a lot of other episodes. Just, you know, had some funny lines, had some action. I think you might be discounting it too much. Um, Maybe. Uh, from what I've heard is that it, it does tend to mix things up nicely and that because it was picked up by Netflix, they were able to do a lot more besides just show some nudity that they they weren't able to accomplish in the first season. Anything so. above an 8.1, I consider to be something that I could definitely watch. So, yeah. Okay, that's your bar. Yeah, 8.1 or higher. All right, whatever. 
uh, The Shy, season three, episode ten. I watched it. It was the season finale. Um, it's been renewed. I know that. Yep. It's on Showtime. We got finally some sort of solace for the murder of Coogie. At least <laughs> Ronnie has died. After three seasons. Um, but people were very upset by that. Yeah. And we saw his funeral. There was a marriage going on. There the, was the a rating, weird bachelor party. The ratings for this show grew by 10% for season three. Again, you mean the audience for it. Viewership but wise, the yeah. ratings as far as Low. the critics, it went down. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to be careful with what I, you're saying. I remember I thought that you said that you liked it, so I did put this on my number 10, but I'm most unsure about this one. Uh, I did put it, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's one of my ones that I considered. So it was like okay. top 15, but didn't make it on the right. top 10. Um, it, it had a 6.7 for that episode. I feel like that was probably low, uh, lower than I would have given it. I think, yeah. But the reason is because... I guess people had watched three seasons worth of story. They were expecting different results. And for me, I was just happy with anything. Right. So. <laughs> I think I think it had a lower score when I was reviewing it. And you were talking about three seasons of story. I explained that like a lot of the stories that they had going on just had a lot of problems that in the end, I think, made they this probably final made season no sense not great. For the yeah. characters, but to me, because the characters were new, it did make sense. Right, yeah. um, there was an election. There was an arrest. Again, marriage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a very busy season finale. And I'm Justin Hillian, Justin Hillian will return as the showrunner. I know that they've switched the showrunner a couple times. So yeah, that, that, that's not necessarily a good thing, though. <laughs> uh, episode forty-eight, we united, we fall, canceled. Uh, that was the attempt of. Um, Will Sasso. Will right. Sasso, that's his name. Yeah, the guy lemons. spits out lemons. <laughs> um, and who was also in Shameless. Season and six, yeah. Playing a, a very similar character, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go with that. You have Bill and Joe who are in a 10 year marriage. Um, and you watched the anniversary episode, which was the finale. Right. And they. 6.2, probably the highest rated one that they had. They only had eight episodes, right? And it was 20 minutes each. I guess. Yeah. yeah they're it, really short. I, I think it was just one of those one-offs. In the yeah, maybe mid-season replacement, yeah. For the podcast, though, our audio was noticeably better by this point in the shows. We have almost 50 in, so almost half of them in, but our audio got good. A joke I remember from United We Fall was when Will Sasso walks in with the baby and he's in a trash can, and then the grandma is like, oh, you couldn't find, like, a diaper or something? And then he's like, oh, no, we're going to throw the baby out, and that was probably the funniest line they had. You're trying to find a silver lining on, a, like, a 40% Ron Demand Yeah. Issue? Let's just look at number 49. Star Wars, Star Trek. That's say Star Wars. Uh, Lower Decks. Season 1, what episode? Uh, episode 4. Okay, 6.6. I thought I remember you said, maybe this IMDb score is going to go higher because it was at 5.6 at the time. And I was like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But no, it jumped a full point. <laughs> it's, it's still so low. Yeah. I, I said I liked it. it. I didn't put it on my top 10, but geez, it, it's got renewed. So that's good. Um, four episodes are already complete. The show will premiere in its first season on Amazon Prime Video. But there's going to be one person who definitely will never show up on the show, and that's Picard. Now, I don't know why, but a ton of articles kept on referencing I think how probably they just because they were like, we don't, we want to stay as far away from that as possible with his own show. Well, they're not completely immune to bringing in characters who have shown up in the actual TV show and movies. This episode that I watched had the koala that I loved, the <laughs> koala that knew everything, all time and space, and caused that guy to ascend into a different plane of existence. I recommend that episode, if not the entire show. I think it's a good one. Oh, okay. Uh, we Hunt Together, Season 1, Episode 4. It has a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Um, it might have just been the fact that we've been away for it for a while, but I brought up four shows. This was another one. Um, I might even be more negative here than I was in the review. I just didn't find that much interesting in this episode. You kind of had cliche characters. You have two duos. You have a duo set of killers and a duo set of cops. Right, and you have, like, you know, the killer, or sorry, the cops, one of them has, like, a drug problem. And is then, it Lola and Jackson? Are they the, yeah, I Lola, think, I think. And then one. Baba and Freddy are the killers on the run. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you said it was a slow burn. Um, but you also said it wasn't too bad, a B minus. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably change that now. Just looking just back looking on back everything. On it, well, yeah. it's got another season. It's oh, renewed and on okay. Alibi for season two, and uh, so there's more of it, and I won't make you watch it again. <laughs> okay. All right. So number fifty one, two weeks to live. Arya is back, and she's <laughs> fighting crime. Right? Season, yeah, season two has not yet been announced, but Maisie Williams said that uh, they would do it if they was met with positive buzz. Yeah, I said it was like Wayne and Kimmy Schmidt all jumbled up together. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, Her main character, sorry, Kim, the main character, is a survivalist, and she thinks the world is ending because she's tricked, tricked by this douchebag of a dude. Yep. And that's about it. That's that's all that happens in that episode. And uh, they it's tried short, to make. Though. I think they tried to make it more like uh, Maisie Williams is famous, so let's give her mm-hmm. her own thing rather than let's make this plot the best it could possibly be. Yeah. Raised by Wolves, pilot fifty two. Um, that was by what's his face? Uh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, one of your favorite directors, right? Spider Man three. <laughs> I haven't seen many of his movies. Okay, I was Sam Raimi. I was making yeah. a joke. Um, so seven point seven. It actually went down since wow. the pilot. That's a lot. But the episode you saw was an 8.5, and you really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best episodes I had seen out of the whole podcast. I liked the intensity, and, like, within the first 15 minutes, you already have, like, six of the characters that you come to know and kill off. Like, it's, I thought it was great. I know a lot went into that pilot, and uh, it seems like they've already set up for season two. They've got the uh, outline stretched out, and they're going to be more flashbacks to the first Earth, and they're going to be at a different part of the planet that they, Kepler-22, that Mm -hmm. they were on. Um, so I, I didn't see the rest of the episodes. I know we watched like one more afterwards. Yeah, I think we watched the second episode also. Yeah, so we have a little bit more background on the Mithraic people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did turn out that the main character that we were discussing in that episode was the guy. He doesn't. He doesn't die in Right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot yeah. what his name was, but he's from Vikings, and he. Yeah, I must have missed the part where he got back up at the very ending. But yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, next one was the boys. So we were just doing the big ones at this mm-hmm. point. Season two, episode one. Um, our Twitter comment kind of launched off that one. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> was not expecting it to be. How People were really was. disgusted by that milk scene. Yeah. And they were not afraid to like and subscribe. Season <laughs> three has been renewed, and speculation. Obviously, Jensen Ackles came out with a Twitter video. A Twitter video. Yeah, he was teasing that he was going to be in it, so it shows him like catching a, the boys' comic book and then reading it. Well, but he has free time now that Supernatural's over. Well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is also speculated to join the cast, as well as Bobby's already in it, and uh, <laughs> Walker Texas Ranger or whatever. He just needs to join Sam. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, no, no. But we watch more episodes of the boys, uh, and I, it retains its action. Mm-hmm. You definitely see like Nazism seeping through yeah. in some of the storyline. Uh, Vought is evil, as, I st- like we knew. I, I still think the... We didn't see the finale, but I still think the most interesting characters to watch are um, Homelander and Black Noir. Well, with Homelander, you said during the first podcast that uh, in the comics uh, that the kid 
that Homelander like either murders the kid or the kid has like some sort of ability. And as we're watching it, like we see some yeah. of what they're talking about with that. Um, we won't spoil. But as as stated, like the comic books are almost a completely different thing in terms of the show. Like they obviously complement each other, but really, I learned that the stories were just pretty different. Yeah, I did say that uh, I wasn't going to include every obvious answer but i did include the boys as one of my favorites um moving on we got 54 away which i can't see being one of your favorites even though the story behind it's pretty cool scott kelly that went out in 2007 and or wait no maybe it wasn't 2007 but it detailed his entire like trip that he was going to take and it's an inspiring article but you have other like space type things like what just came out yesterday midnight whatever with george George and that's like a futuristic portrayal of space and uh, people in space as well away got canceled i know that right yeah and uh it was canceled a month after its first season and it had a big name attached to it so that should just go to show it just it it wasn't very good if you're gonna make a space show you gotta make it good especially with things like the expanse yeah out there and plus you have netflix so you obviously have a budget and we had like we went from raised by wolves the boys which were two good shows that got renewed to two shows that eh, the 55 woke got renewed like i said keith knight the guy it was based on who in the show is called keith and he talks to like pencils and stuff right yeah he talks to like bottles and anthropomorphized creatures (laughs) Uh, it has a 6.3 on IMDb, and the episode you saw saw a 6.6. But apparently, there's been eight more episodes that have been ordered, and it's uh, this hybrid live action type thing. Maybe it, it took mm-hmm. off, or maybe it's just hitting an audience. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything to say about the episode, though? No, I mean, it just. He was he was racially profiled, right? Yeah, he was racially profiled. That had some funny parts. It definitely wasn't the worst out of all of them, but I'm, I am surprised it got a season two. Guy from New Girl's funny, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't and know how has, much you can. And the guy from Workaholics, right? Uh, yeah, the one who yeah, was on was, drugs? Yeah, he was funny, too. <laughs> okay, Strikes, Lethal White. Now, this one has a story behind it, yeah. because originally I was supposed to watch one of the episodes, and I watched, I think, a middle episode, or the pilot, when I shouldn't have. The premiere, yeah, So, it, yeah, it's season four, but, like, they're like Sherlock, where, um, the episodes are, like, four in a whole book. Right. and... So I ended up watching all four of them, and getting a good impression, and I left it knowing that Matt is a douchebag. <laughs> and I, I thought that was going to be it, but, like, it was a complete coincidence that the next day jk, JK rowling was going to come out with her book but troubled, it was a troubled blood troubled it, blood but it was a complete coincidence that that actually garnered some controversy which i think helped our podcast a little bit with the villain that it has well the thing is we didn't even talk about the reception to the book because we didn't even know about it right. but yeah the villain is a trans character who hates um and i only bought that up in like i only bought that up when for like a couple seconds in our it's, actual it's, podcast it's interesting how jk rowling's career has faced a lot of criticism but at the same time she's still coming out with a lot of new stuff which is being used for source material um but yeah it it takes a lot out of you to watch four episodes of strike at the same time the characters at least have enough personality and uh, there's enough of a mystery to keep it going they don't really give you information to be able to solve it yourself so it's not like doing a twist that would really impact you too much because you were expecting something else i know that the uh that fans were really happy that they were going, that there was a fifth book coming out because they were afraid that since they were writing out source material, there wasn't going to be another series that was made. But there is another series that's coming out, right? Uh, I only think it might be the last, but I think there's five at least coming out. Yeah, it's something I read. Uh, Archer season eleven premiered fifty seven. It has a, Archer has an eight point six, and we talked about how the show was trying to reinvent itself without its main writer being the one who's 
um, like making every single episode right. and how he slowly distance away from it and how he originally wanted to end it after 10 seasons, but they're going to continue it for a while. I, I, like, yeah, I like it. For, yeah, you did. And it looked like it was going to have a great season. However, if you look at the ratings, uh, it and I'm talking about the critical ratings, uh, it doesn't look like it went over even as well as last season. Last yeah. season was kind of critically um, not liked as much as the previous ones. But if you like Dr. Krieger, you're definitely going to see some of him. Um, and we discussed him at length in that episode. Uh, season 12 was greenlit as soon as season 11 was, so there was no yeah, doubt I'm about sure that. viewership for it is pretty high. Yeah, cartoon episode that people... Oh, everybody knows what Archer is already, so yeah. we should move on. Pen 15. Now, this is something I didn't expect to see in Cartoon 4. I was, yeah, yeah. You even say in the episode, I think this show is like Big Mouth, and then... Did I really? Lo and behold, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so I predicted it. Um, yeah. But yeah, they show up in Big Mouth as characters, and definitely raunchier characters in the Big Mouth series. Yeah. Uh, but this was all about a pool party after a dance in the finale of the first season that they had gone to, where they liked this kid. Uh, Maya and Anna, 30-some-year-olds playing 12-year-olds, and uh, they only released the first half of the season, so the second half is coming out rather soon. Yeah, and I yeah, it, it was a mid-season split, mm -hmm. and so more episodes have been ordered. And it's, again, one of those shows that was created, and the characters that are playing them, it's based on their lives growing up. Right, yeah. Yeah, so they're just playing middle schoolers. Ratchet. Ratchet is based on the Jack Nicholson Cuckoo's Nest film. Yeah. Yeah, and we watched that or you watched that um beforehand so you could compare the nurses from um ratchet and er, her form and ratchet and her form and uh, cuckoo's nest yeah and i think that obviously they get a better characterization even though i only saw in one what? episode in the film in the film yeah so the film is less you said that the television show she was scarier Probably because yeah. she's more psychopathic and more evil. Well, yeah, and you get, like, a full story centered around yeah. her. Yeah, even the main lady who played her in the Cuckoo's Nest thing, um, even though she knew people didn't like her character, she didn't realize how much of a villain it would become. But this is taking it and kind of, like, highlighting it to yeah. a certain point. Where I feel like it was a little unneeded to do that. That being said, I didn't think it was awful. And that being said, it's been renewed, so <laughs> okay. get ready for yeah, another yeah. season yeah. of it. I mean, Netflix tends to give every show two seasons unless it's like a way where it's pretty clear no one's going to watch it yeah um the third day uh mixed feelings on that one 6.4 on imdb i feel like the audience also has mixed score about or mixed feelings about it yeah they do perky jerky scenes lots of close-ups david lynch slash alex garland but like the queasy kind of them not the good parts um <laughs> it had a 12 hour live stream it was supposed to kind of fit with the uh, little split that they had in between that had Jude Law and it was 715 minutes long and Jude Law said it was kind of difficult to do because just you know it was live so well Sam sees some rituals going on um in in this episode that's who Jude Law plays but then he acts in the weirdest way and and he ends up staying there and he sees all this crazy stuff happen and he just kind of sticks with it and takes ecstasy um, and it might get, it might expand, it, but it was a miniseries. So I, think, I think it's it, just going to be what it was. It hasn't been it. canceled or anything though. That's no. what I'm trying to say. Departure was a, another, was a Canadian show that came on and then was moved over to Peacock or maybe yeah. it always was on Peacock, but it, it's, it's kind of a underrated show, not in the, I mean, I like the first 15 minutes because it it's dealt about with a plane, plane crash. Plane crash. Yeah. yeah. A missing and then plane this, crash. In this investigation that goes on, Christopher Plummer's in it. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 because it's a one-season thing with the plane crash, and the next season they're going to do one with the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. I thought I thought that they did a good job kind of setting it up. I guess felt like the execution wasn't as good. It's pretty basic from what I was listening yeah. to, even though Christopher Plummer was like, I wouldn't do it unless it was great. <laughs> uh, Utopia, 62. I have this on your top 10. Oh, uh, let me check. Uh, yes, it was, but it was also canceled. I was um, going to be surprised if it wasn't on your top 10 because you were pretty complimentary of it. The first episode, and then I immediately, because I liked the first episode so much, I watched the second episode and all of the things you had been talking about, the over-violence, the over-the-top violence, the kind of like mixed plot, it's so different. The episodes shift gears right huh. off the bat in the second episode and it gets incredibly violent. And so, like, I went from wanting to be like, oh, yeah, everybody should watch this show to saying, wow, no, 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 no. I was wrong. So, so, so I liked I liked the show as a whole. I think it could have survived a second season, but it's based on a better British version that I haven't seen. And yeah, but, the, but this first episode was just so glaringly different. I would still recommend it. But as soon as we did the podcast and I watched that second episode, I wanted to like make a, a, a statement in the next podcast <laughs> and be like, it gets super violent. They, they're right about that. So I have a question. So the beginning episode starts off with this comic book that everyone wants. But what I was reading was that the show is about a virus. So how do those two things coalesce? Yeah, remember uh, John Cusack was not even yeah, in the first episode the first and neither episode. was Rain Wilson. That's how different it was. They weren't even concentrating yeah. on those. And then one of the main characters in the um, first episode that we get to know who survives the first episode, yeah. surprise, surprise, dies in the second episode. And so later on after the Comic-Con like episode that was the pilot, it becomes a chase sequence and it also becomes this explanation of the Mr. Rabbit character, the evil villain in the comic, and how he's actually John Cusack and not the dad. We, uh, we, we do get to find out that the dad's alive, mm-hmm. um, but it, that would have been a second season storyline. John Cusack is evil. He thinks that he's doing the right thing, but there's no doubt that he just wants this virus out there so that people stop populating because he thinks that the world is over. He's basically got the Thanos thing yeah. going for him, but he's more of a evil than that. Like, he pays people just to kill people and not get his own hands dirty. The show the show is following in the footsteps of things like Bosch and Goliath, which both were shows on Amazon that are ending. And uh, so, but like you said, this wasn't supposed to, like... It's such end. a weird show. So, like, yeah. again... There were parts I liked, but by episode two, all I had to do was say eyeball scene, and that will turn off 75% of the audience. Okay, I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> all right, so 63, Fargo. Again, highest rated show that we actually went through, but this season, not as highly rated as the previous ones. The episode you saw got a 7.3. Wow, that's... It follows oh. Miller's Crossing. It was uh, the gangster noir-like type of drama that uh, the Coen brothers were making, and uh, it followed uh, Chris... Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah. I, I want to say, um, I know that when I watched the episode, uh, I said that it was probably my favorite so far. Uh, it, but there were some that kind of were higher than this. And I that's not because I don't like the show. I like the 23-minute opening. It still did a strange way of telling, like, storytelling that I never really seen uh, in television. But I do just believe that the things that are higher than this are better. Okay. Evaluation. Well, Black Crime Syndicate versus Italian Mob was basically the in Kansas City. That was the plot mm-hmm. of this whole show. Yeah. I don't know how much it branched off from there, from the, what you saw in the first episode. It was basically but, a lot of exposition for this first episode, but it was good. Yeah, Noah Hawley basically said that he was non-committal, and that's because he's working on Lucy in the Sky too. You're joking, right? Yes, I'm <laughs> okay. joking. Lucy in the Sky is his Natalie Portman movie, which bombed. Yeah. Um, 
The next one we got was Warrior. Oh, but Fargo was also on my list. I said that. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, you yep. did. Uh, HBO might bring it back, but Cinemax canceled it. Yeah, it, it's going to be dropping on HBO Max, and it apparently it left off with a big season two cliffhanger that they're hoping to get for season three. Well, it deal, dealt with Awesome and his sister, both on opposite sides of San Francisco, trying to figure out who's going to, like have the power um awesome is a vigilante of sorts and he also fights there's like top hats and walking hats walking canes and stuff like that it's 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 an old-timey type of show but with a lot of martial arts and yeah. you said bruce lee wrote it so. and even if it were to be actually sorry into the borderlands is what it reminds me of a little bit into the badlands right yes yeah so uh the show even if it were to be renewed for season three would probably still take a while i think between season one and season two it took at least 18 months or something like crazy like that so he gets really fat in the off season then he has to like work out a ton (laughs) right beforehand yeah yeah so it takes a while to shoot uh the walking dead season 10 episode 16 did not get as many views as i thought it would on our or listens as i thought it would on our our channel because um Walking Dead's still a pretty big show, even though it's canceled or it's leaving next season. But they've got so many spinoffs, and I know Rick's coming back. They've they've spoiled that from the get go. The so. weird the weird thing is is that the the show has definitely gone down in popularity. So it's weird how they have so many spinoffs. It's also gone down in like plot, plot and quality. Yeah, like even though it's based on real comics but were people saying the comics got worse as time went on uh, i haven't read what people thought i thought that they got actually kind of better a little bit maybe so. what works in a comic doesn't always work in a tv show yeah. big uh, creative thought right there <laughs> um not a lot died uh that was one of the big flaws and right yeah only beta died and he doesn't even die in the comic books and then the ninja guy showed up yeah i didn't know i forgot that he didn't die in the comic books but he died like oedipus stabbing himself in the eyeballs <laughs> He didn't right. stab himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, he didn't. I, the one picture I saw, he had his hands over the knives. He was trying to pull them out. Though. Yeah, he was trying to pull them out. Yeah, I thought, I thought, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Um, next one was Ghost. And Ghost was actually, I've seen on a few different, um, like, The Guardian and stuff like that. It was rated pretty high. I was wondering if I should put it on your top ten, but I eventually didn't. Uh, it's one of those ones I was thinking about putting on it, and I didn't. Okay. I, wait, hmm? Yeah, I didn't. There's going to be a Christmas special that's coming out. Really there was soon. a Christmas special yesterday. Nice. Okay. Uh, and then it was pretty straightforward. Another jokey show, but this is like more British, obviously. Yeah, British humor, yeah. I remember the head, them playing volleyball with a headless guy. Yeah, there was a rumor that, because where they film it is apparently like a haunted type of place. There was a rumor that uh, the person who owned the place had his wife kept her husband's head in a bag after he was beheaded, and Simon Farnaby. Uh, I just remember, was, yeah. but it was went to the attic and they actually found it on set. That's so, disgusting. What? It was like a skull that they found they on set. They found the guy's head on set, or the girl, the like, skull in an the attic. Wife? No, the skull of the guy because he wanted his head. So, but they oh, found his skull. God. All right. <laughs> and season three is going to be, I think, coming out soon. So. I just like the caveman and his storyline of uh, him getting indoctrinated <laughs> yeah, no. with a bunch of far right leaning things. Okay, the haunting of Bly Manor. <laughs> we did watch the entire series, series of it. Yeah. It's not a horror series. I can't say I'm as happy about it as the first season. The first season is just incredible of a haunting of like Hill House. Yeah. I didn't hate this show. I think it was. I think it was okay. I think it was. Like I think the, I had a lot of problems. But it's, no, I think the expectations were just way too high Maybe. for it because of how good the first season was. But you know, when you see the end of the first episode and you see that guy with the glass eyes, you think to yourself, "That's going to be a pretty big episode." Then they explain it, and then he's like gone yeah, for the rest just of the series. Fell sort of through where they before were always connected. Yeah. And so 
I, I I still wish that it was all part of the Red Room and that this was actually part of that the house. That would have been really cool, yeah. But instead, it turned out to just be sort of a romance uh, thing. But mm-hmm. we won't talk about the spoilers too much there, except that one scene where Luke's character from the first season, but like uh, his whoever he played in this one, right? Yeah, uh, he dies. That was that was yeah, pretty that interesting. Was, yeah. I mean, everybody dies at some point. No, so. that that episode though, where it dealt with the housekeeper, right? That was what you were talking about. Uh, yeah, the house, the first one, not the second one. Yeah, uh, connecting pilot. Cancelled. Uh, 4.8. It was bad yeah. jokes, excuses for bad jokes, complaining, this group of friends that I'd never want to be around. Uh Annie and Ben, they tried to sell us like this will they so, won't they. Basically they aired four episodes. I think I'm I you know how I, I, I for my top ten I labeled them in green. Yeah. This one I labeled in red. Okay. <laughs> so for the first four episodes they aired them, they decided to take that off the air and replace it with Superstore reruns. And it's going to be on Peacock, so you can see the whole season. It viewership-wise tanked the whole time. There I feel was... bad because the guy on or one of our likes on Twitter was from one of the actors yeah. because we didn't say we disliked it. We just asked when they were going to play Among Us. Yeah, I but, want... but at the, I don't have a problem with the acting. I just have a problem with the script. Yeah, I was hoping Preacher Larson because I said I was a fan of him on um, America's Got Talent. I was hoping he might have it here, but he didn't. So all right. So Pandora was another bad um, rated episode, but I thought we had a fun time talking about it. We had a fun time talking about it. That's my number three on the four episodes that I did not like. Oh, okay. It has a tweens-based audience. Very much and so. And it is made on a super tight budget, and they're willing to just chuck out more of these things super fast. Yeah, it was interesting. Remember I told you they pitched it, and then within two months they, like, made... 18 episodes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting how they were able to do it. I liked some of the exterior shots from the spaceship. That being said, the the uh, stunts, the acting, not too great. But I do have respect for trying to make a season through COVID. That must not have been easy to do. I told you that one guy knew a ton about um, Shakespeare. Shakespeare, yeah. And then the main character, she seems like she's pretty cool. She was uh, something that would do with dogs. I think she had like a dog foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least they're doing stuff. Yeah, uh, but, but, and, but and it's uh, weird how like most of these like big time shows get canceled, and you're like, "What's the actor going to do?" Well, like these guys are just getting steady work every year. Yeah, I'd say this was probably the lowest on the list in terms of everything. Yeah, so, I think season three is going to happen though. Pretty sure they're going to get another season. All right, yeah. Social distance, a lot like connecting, but much better. It's dealing with a different storyline each time. I saw Luke Cage or Mike Coulter. He falls for a houseplant and because he's uh struggling f- with his uh, aa right no he's just he's he's kind of um missing his oh girlfriend. i thought i thought that idea yeah, okay no he misses his girlfriend and then he just starts posting things with his uh houseplant to kind of make up for it and it, it the the writers did not conceive it to only be one season so they were thinking to themselves oh we could do this more and they also do it with connecting where it's like they gave everyone who all the actors and stuff like props to use yeah. like the lights and stuff so that's i find stuff like that pretty interesting um but yeah this was i don't like, think it's going to be a show to ever really like impress you but at the same time it's something that you could watch and not kill yourself <laughs> i'm surprised that they want to continually make more seasons after this one season but uh, I mean, it, this thing could last a few more months at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I said not renewed yet. Grand Army, Pilot. This one, lots of people watch it. Yeah. I think it's going to get another season. Mm-hmm. Malik certainly does, one of the characters in there. Uh, you didn't like that. It seemed to focus on a bombing at first. 
but then it turned into like a lockdown and then far then a party yeah i i liked the first 15 minutes where it was like they were introducing everyone i thought they did a good job then when they got more into the story you got that weird walking dead scene yeah there was like a screen oh yeah it was the cartoon one yeah yeah i just remember you talking about that they had like and then you just got to this weird part in the story where it wasn't like the first half with the party and then there was some funny stuff there but overall i felt like it was a little bit of a mess yeah i mean it's gotten kind of c ratings all around 7.5 7.7 um yeah i think that it'll probably get another season i th- think it's touching upon enough minority characters that yeah they had a lot of it's characters. checking it's checking boxes so, yeah. yeah uh hellstrom was canceled <laughs> canceled yep it's uh, one of those Marvel shows that just uh, never got launched. This, never, yeah. Failure to launch. This served as Jeff Webb's, I think that's how you say his name, final era of live-action Marvel television shows, including the six Marvel shows on Netflix, and not even mentioning things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Legion, and he, Runaways. He was behind the other ones on Netflix? Yeah, all of which canceled the This is such a bad up. way to go out, dude. Like, I get it. The Marvel didn't even want to put their name on it when, like, when well, they the trailer came. They did, but yeah. like they, but it wasn't <laughs> they called Marvel's Hellstrom. It was just called Hellstrom. Cause, yeah, yeah, I've seen it both ways. Um, the mom character versus the son uh, aspect seemed tropian, but at the same time, I was willing to give it a shot. The first episode was, um, what did I say, unintentionally hokey. Like they tried to do things with like exorcism to make it cool, but it just came across kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Um, the Misery Index, you liked it. The rest of the world doesn't. It has a 15% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I guess the subject matter could be a little, like, it's not, I guess, fun to listen to. It has been renewed. It's been renewed? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't that much information on it, I remember. Get ready for some more chicken, spaghetti, and sex. Because that was the name of the episode you watched. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The next one was also a reality show called The Wall. The Wall, yeah. We've had a few episodes just on not to do with the podcast, so we kind of knew about it going in. It will be returning January 4th, 2021, season four. That's basically all the information I have. Chris Hardick will be returning. I don't think they will have an audience, though. We kind of trashed the part where they also go into the backstory of the characters because they just keep on repeating it. They also do the classic, we'll be right back. And then they start the next part where they come back with like a thing that they just did. So... I mean, you, you weed all that stuff out of it, the backstory and all that, you get like a 10-minute, 15-minute show. Yeah, but it can be interesting at different points. No, but I'm saying like they expand yeah. it into a 60 minutes and it's really annoying. <laughs> Three, fours. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on NBC, right? Yep. They also have those other shows. Uh, who um, the Jane Who Wants Lynch to Be one. a Millionaire. Oh, wait, no, The Weakest Link. Yeah, Weakest Link and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. And it feels like with those three, they're trying to kind of craft their own game yeah. show network. Uh, the Queen's Gambit. Yes. Ooh big one took off for us took off for the rest of the world was our highest took off one, for netflix yeah. on i think let me just check yeah besides i may destroy you this is the number one show that everybody was talking and the about. pilot is on my top 10 it has 99 percent on ron tomatoes and 8.7 on imdb you really liked it i remember while watching that first episode and that didn't even have uh, anna taylor whatever yeah it was just basically completely backstory and we watched the rest of the series it's predictable um but it's well acted and although like there were a few times where i wanted to pause it and look at the chess moves Mm -hmm. they were making because i played chess before and obviously a lot of people have and just kind of see if they're actually making great moves but i guess their expressions and then i really like seeing the guy from um godless 
Yeah, it was hilarious seeing him, uh, the Goblin. Yeah, yeah, I I think he should have, without getting too much into spoilers, he should have been in more of the last few episodes. It's not like he's not there, but um, he had an opportunity to, or his character (laughs) did, and he chose not to. That being said, again, like Handmaid's Tale, where they could extend past the source material and make more seasons. I'm not sure if I want them to, though. Yeah, I I did hear some people talk about it like that, but I did hear that. most of the cast would be willing to definitely come back for is seeing how well it Yeah, did. I thought the series was really well done. And they didn't end it where it was like, oh, sh- obviously you can't come back or yeah. something. They didn't kill her off. <laughs> uh, the Eric Andre Show, season five, episode one. Yeah, and this might be a long time before season six comes out just because it took them three years for this one. I only that have... That said, I don't think I could watch more than like one episode at a time anyways. <laughs> I was going to say, um, one of the most viral parts of the season was Chad Johnson. He was um, on The Bachelorette. It included Eric Andre getting himself naked, pissing into a cup, and climbing on top of him. So, normal stuff. <laughs> He got naked in front of this guy? He got naked in front of him, yep. And he's, like, all bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they didn't show. They blurred it out, but, yeah, it was but very they did, But that, they didn't blur it out for the guy that it happened to. That's so weird. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Beth Harmon grows up and eats pills. No, no, no. This is a, Judy Greer and Adam, Adam Rippon were in the first episode that I saw. I haven't seen any others from this week. I did think that uh, they should have Jared Kushner and Mark Zuckerberg on the show. And I did not realize Jared Kushner's dad was such a bad dude. Apparently, Chris Christie like was the one who put him away, but he just got pardoned. Yeah, well, we, we won't get into politics, but... Well, that's not really getting into politics, because I just didn't know Jared Kushner's past as much as I do now uh, from looking up the show. Uh, this Is Us is uh, in season five. It'll be ending in season six. We talked about um, how when they first did the flash forwards, they weren't sure how fast they were or how <laughs> yeah, far, so right, they overaged right. some of those characters. <laughs> but besides that, it's still a liked show. I did read some articles saying, like, there's no real reason why the dad... I think his name is Jack, is still in He's the still show. still in there, yeah. Um, he, because they kind of finished the storyline. I'll say this. Milo. The first episode, I really liked Dad, yeah, the cool twist, and I have had to watch it a couple times just for classes and stuff like that, and it, and it was good. This ep- These two episodes were fine, but I feel like this is more kind of the quality of that as where it's like some parts are good, some parts are funny, some parts are drawn out. Well, some parts are super dramatic where they don't have to be like every season there has to be like an adoption of some sort or your birth. And and you don't I mean, this is us. But at a certain point, us is supposed to be boring, not um, I'm having another baby. Yeah. Or like an argument. I know (laughs) season four ended that way. Yeah. Okay. The Mandalorian season two, episode one. The highest rated show episode that we've that we've seen. I saw it. It has a nine. That's so strange because it was just, it was kind of a filler. Like, it didn't really. A filler. It didn't do much. Well, you know what I said in the episode? What? I said, I think Mark Hamill will show up at some point. Yeah. And, yeah. Joe, and yeah. the biggest yeah. articles of the last, like, two weeks are like, <laughs> you, Mark Hamill came and showed up. You, you did it for The Mandalorian, and you also called it for Umbrella Academy, that one girl being a plant. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. yeah. I said that the, um, uh, who, Diego's girlfriend yeah. or whatever, that she was. She said that her mom had trained her or something. Right, yeah. Yeah. And she did end up training her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, in 2021 release. But that worm in The Mandalorian was was the worm from SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah, Yeah, it just grew up. No, but uh, 2021 release for The Book of Boba Fett is a new spinoff show that will be coming out soon. I've heard that um, Pedro Pascal will have less time with his helmet on next season. Again, I think that was just a rumor. No, I've heard since then. 
And then there was also the same lady who came out with that first rumor because that ended up being like debunked, right? Yeah. Is now coming out saying that there was it was actually sexual assault and Pedro Pascal was asked to leave set. So she just keeps on throwing stuff out there. If she ends up being right about anything, then at least she brought it out. But if she's wrong, then that's such a trash yeah. move. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Next, we have Primal. I absolutely love Primal. It was my favorite. Yeah, I, think I mean, like, I, I didn't want to give away my number one, but it just is. I thought that it was really, well, really great. I watched show. the entire first season. Yeah. And it's been renewed for another season. Ten yeah. episodes. I thought that the the way in which they were able to weave the relationship between Spear and Fang. Gendy Tartakovsky or whatever, yeah. I even watched Cowboy Bebop, which I know he worked on. I watched the whole season because of Primal. I, I Primal was great. I, I loved it. <laughs> There's not much else I can really say about it. Just about everything. About uh, Fang and Spear, like you said, a dinosaur and a man. Animation. Obviously, that never would have happened in real life, but yeah. at the same time, the animation, animation and the non-talking. Not the fact that they're able to make stories without non-talking. Without it, non-talking? With, 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 with not talking except for that one spoken word and just the way in which it was crafted wait the wait one on. spoken word was it like caesar no <laughs> no no not not as epic as that i wouldn't say okay. yeah yeah because caesar can talk later on in those movies yep. what if they tried to adapt both of those in there that would be a mess <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we won't talk about too much like Primal because people should just watch it. Yep. Uh, the Good Doctor, which was actually critiqued after I critiqued it by the Dr. Mike on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he watched that exact episode, obviously because it's COVID-related. And he pointed out some stuff that I didn't because I'm not a doctor. And he also didn't point out some of the stuff that I had a problem with, but maybe he was just trying to be nice to the show. Yeah, The Good Doctor is yet to be renewed for season five, and I don't think that they have a plan on how many episodes they're going to release nor how they're going to do it. Yeah, are they down on viewership? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Because it says, uh, yeah, you got Leia, Sean, Park, and Claire. Those were the people who focused on in my episode, and that one dead guy came back at the very end. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I could see it coming back for another few seasons. Yeah, it's just not, it hasn't been renewed yet. And if if it doesn't, that one guy, the one who's done Bates Motel and this, Freddy, whatever. Yeah, Freddy Highmore. He's going to just be given another show. <laughs> he's making his way through. He's done horror. He's doing Doctor. Next, it's going to be... Comedy. It's going to be a comedy show. <laughs> straight up comedy, like, be positive. It'll be like, oh, positive. <laughs> Following, be positive. Uh, then we got Moonbase 8. Yeah. I, I I thought speaking it was of non comedies, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, it obviously was far from even probably as good as it should have been. But I didn't hate it as much as you said. The reviews really, really did not like it. Travis Kelsey, I just wrote no when on my thing that says whether or not it's going to happen this season. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, so it was based in Arizona, Moonbase Simulator in Arizona, where there was the comedians and Travis Kelsey all hunkered down together. Right. Had they kept Travis Kelsey alive, I think the show would have been more positively received. I don't know. I mean, he was a pretty annoying character anyways. But so. that's like when, when you have someone of his like caliber, especially with the season he's having on the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. <laughs> Like, uh, good for him. Is, he yeah. almost took me out of the playoffs this year. Um, <laughs> and I had Mahomes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this was filmed a long time ago. So part of the reason I said no is because the idea of bringing these people back with the, all the that stuff they that would, they're yeah, doing. That they'd be able to do. It just doesn't. It would, I think yeah. this was brought in and pitched and played because of uh, COVID. They didn't and have that much. That. Yeah. All right. So now we're at industry, a show I really want to talk about real quickly because I actually watched more than just the pilot after this. I finished the season. Yeah, I have it as your top one, your top 10. It is. It's got a 6.7 on IMDb, which is so low. 
I think it deserves better than that, but at the same time, it has its drawbacks. So uh, first episode, I really enjoyed. The rest of the episodes, there were some scenes that, or there there are times where it's at its best. It's like Whiplash, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also, like the Christmas episode, it has a budget. Uh, and the finale, the twist that they have at the finale, from like, it's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not incredible. The, they do have flaws, like they do too much sex, uh, too much focus on sex. Some of the characters, they are all very different, but they all have sort of the same motivation which is to succeed but the main character um what's her name harper is just an enigma and especially in the last episode she does stuff that it just doesn't really follow the things that she does earlier but it doesn't hurt the show yeah a lot of the times that that happens it hurts the show because you're like well the character's decisions didn't make sense her decisions made sense but it just felt Mm. like just so strange. That, I don't know what... She's an anti-hero. That decision that Harper made is going to make reactions from fans. I liked r- it. But I want to say the writers had crafted that decision from the beginning. It felt like it... Beca- that's the reason I think I liked it is because it felt, even though everything I just said, it still felt organic in a way. And it also felt like it, it was surprising where um, it's so easy to fall along the predictable path mm. and to have gotten a higher rated episode by doing something else, like yeah. doing the good thing. And she did the bad thing. Yeah, Industry has... <laughs> I, have we said it's been new for a second season? The, the Express called the first season a success. That's most of the season was able to garner around 100,000 viewers per episode, which is pretty successful for the cable song. Yeah, and it, all the characters are kind of scumbags. Mm-hmm. There's one guy, the, the gay character, the African-American guy who was friends with the person who died in the first episode that we talked about. Right. The, first, the guy who died in the first episode, he was a good guy, and he died. Mm-hmm. But his his partner or the other person, he, he takes that place sort of as the moral high ground. And by the end of it, he's so sick of the process. He's literally for the last like three episodes, just so cavalier about not wanting a job. But because he is a strong minority character and he's smart, they keep on wanting to keep him there <laughs> until he at one point just gets in front of the audience and he's like, uh, short the bit, or um, he's like buy low, short the bigs, and fuck Bitcoin. Did, and then like does he, he break leaves. the fourth wall? No, no, no. He did that on on a bet because someone was like, yeah, I'll give you like twenty bucks to do this, and then leave, <laughs> and that's what he does. And so like good for him. But the main character is the one where I was like, you know, you're not sure if you're on board with a lot of what she does, especially in the last few episodes. She's sexually assaulted uh, in the first episode and bad stuff happens to her. But instead of making her like the victim victim, she she um, she does the wrong things (laughs) as the victim. She likes she's evil in a way. But at the same time, like it's understandable. That's so weird. Okay, watch the show. How much you're saying and from how much you're recommending it. I'm scared of where I have a place, but we'll move on. A teacher. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> a teacher oh, was about wow. Anna. Ken- sorry. Um, what was uh, her name? Kate Mara. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah. Um, so Claire starts her first day and meets <laughs> Eric, a 25-year-old high school student. <laughs> no. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it's been renewed for a second season no. on SNL. Didn't you see that skit? No, I they didn't. did a SNL teacher skit. I'm um, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm, more realistic. I know I gave it a mixed like response, and yeah, everything I said, I think I saw the you same said opinion. It felt like a slow porn. Just 
Yeah. Or I, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, which is that YouTube... That YouTube sketch. Yeah. That YouTube sketch that just gets progressively... Like, worse and worse. And, like, crazier and crazier until you're yeah. just, you want to turn it off. Yep. And I feel like that's that's just going to be the full season, not just the episodes. Like, it's going to continually get to that point. I don't I don't think so, because by the end, and I'll ruin this for you, because it's... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, she, she does go to jail. By the end, but I'm but sure she, that... For the, she screws up his life. Like, at first, we're like, oh, she gets the worst of it because she has to go to prison. But, like, 10 years later, they do a flash forward, and she's, like, pregnant or something. What? Right? Like, she's fine. She's off on her own thing. But then she meets him again, and he, his life, because of that thing, psychologically just, like, destroys him. And so, at least that's, like, a message, I guess, at the end. Well, but... of course, they were trying to send a message. They literally started off by being, like, if you know anyone like this, you can contact here. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, but... What was that? 13 Reasons yeah, Why. Yeah, 13 Reasons Why right there. <laughs> What if they had cast the kid from 13? No, I know, I don't, I don't, no, 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 Oh, that would have been so good. All right, let's just, his dark materials. (laughs) Season 2, episode 1, 7.9. Have it on your list, but I'm not sure if it is. I know that you like the show, okay. It's on there, but I haven't been able to complete the first season, uh, or sorry, the second season. It's been renewed for season 3, which should be the final one, just like the original novels. It's a trilogy, it'll focus on the Amber Spyglass. Lyra will be fully grown and uh but i like that first episode i like that the new world that they're in is sort of like small but at the same time big castle world uh the dust is uh is still kind of vague to me but we'll find out more about and, it uh, and like i said um don't expect to see uh, james mcavoy in this episode they wanted to get him in, in the series the series yeah they wanted to get him in the season they weren't able to so yeah that's like with supernatural with their finale well, a lot they, of people they weren't able to get they, in they had the episode they just couldn't complete it that's so weird. So, yeah. so we'll just be pushed over into the next uh, season? That's what I'm thinking. It's supposed to be eight episodes next season. So huh. So that's that's going to be a short show. Uh, yeah. that's, that's Game of Thronesian where they're just making the seasons shorter each time. Uh, the Crown, season four, episode one. Lord Montbottom is no more bottom. <laughs> I was thinking about putting this on my top ten list, but it's not there. <laughs> you said it's, oh, it's something that your grandma watches. Yeah, she's finished the season. And to me... You said like, that like as soon as she heard that you watched the first episode, she got really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it has been renewed, obviously, because they already cast for season five. We knew about that when we did the podcast. Uh, it's always been well, well received on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I, I they agree. film at these amazing places. Yeah, and I, it takes a long time for them too, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of time to perfect it. And pretty soon we're going to talk about Big Mouth. But John Mulaney, who is now in rehab, unfortunately, he had an appearance on Seth Meyers where he was talking about The Crown and how, like, when he was watching it, it was way more ridiculous than what we hear about in the media. And then Seth Meyers was coming back with, well, that's not actually true. We hear about a lot of we hear a lot about the crazy stuff that happens in the media. That's what even happened to Diana. And so people have been pointing to that and saying, well, that was just showing that John Mulaney was already out of it by then. Oh, well, that's a strange way to put it, but yeah. Yeah, because apparently he's... I hope he gets better soon. Yeah, no, obviously. But it's just funny how he was connected to two of these shows that we watched so similar, so quickly together. Um, The next episode was Alex Ryder, and it got season two almost immediately. People who are probably younger like this show, Mm -hmm. I I compared it to the Tower Prep crowd, but Tower Prep was never a a really popular (laughs) show. Um, the uncle dies in the first episode and Alex soon finds out that he was mixed up in a lot of CIA or no, like MI6 type of things because yeah, it's British. And like you said, it's been renewed. The plot will follow the fourth novel. That is Eagle Strike. We also know it's been renewed because the uh, Twitter page for the show like said, hell yeah, or whatever to our... Responded to yeah, us, yeah. Because we, we said, good job, guys. <laughs> 
Um, the that, next one. Is, okay, oh, I was ahead. just gonna say that also had a cliffhanger, in which it seems like Alex won't live the new normal life that he had gotten. Wait, so, what do you mean that he had got? Was, he received a new normal life at the very end of the first. Oh, so season. he got like witness protection? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so. of course he's not. He's got another seasons to go. He's only like sixteen. Yep. All right, so Supernatural finale, big disappointment, six point seven on IMDb, but the shocker here, seventeen thousand votes. Wow. For, for one episode. One for episode. For that finale. It was bashed. Um, we weren't huge fans of it either. Uh, I Dean thought, dying, yeah, I mean, Dean dying the way he died, uh, I don't think it was There really, are things I liked and disliked about the episode. You like the episode. pie? The pie scene at the very get-go? Well, I also like the first scene where it was like, oh, I have That's something. what I'm saying. Yeah, the and very the, beginning. It's just because they ran the intro. But, but then yeah. Sam's, like, getting old and his son that, being That part weird. was a little unneeding. And then, like, not seeing anyone in heaven once Except they got Bobby, there. Yeah. And feeling like the show wasn't actually moving. That was an epilogue. And that they originally intended they wanted, like, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and the mom's yeah, character. Yeah, I'm sure they were going to bring back a lot of people. the whole list of people. It was probably going to be impressive. Yeah. Um, but, no, they probably... I mean, I don't want to, like, go after the show too much, but I know they're both in other things now, but if they just waited to film it, if they said, okay, we'll release everything but that last episode, and then, like, come back in, like, a year and put the special (laughs) on, I think the fans would have actually really respected that. Probably. Number 88 was The Animaniacs. Um, It ran into some controversy, actually, for the sixth episode. Do you know why? Um, No. Okay, good. I have... have, uh... One that's true, and then four out of three that's false. Oh, cool! Again, okay. yeah. So a little late in the show to be bringing out a game, but go. Well, not not many had reached controversy. Um, number one was that it had a so the sixth episode was pulled. I should just say, and then I oh. think it was put back out. Yeah, now I remember that. Oh. So you go ahead. I think I'll be able to get <laughs> okay. it quickly. Number one was that it had a subtle joke about Rule Thirty Four, which parents were outraged by. Number two. Okay, well, I mean, we're bringing up Rule 434 <laughs> in the show. Number Ooh. two, unintentionally, it featured an accidental phone sex number that was real. That was it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was 100%. <laughs> I'm surprised you said the Rule 34 thing, but the uh, the sex line thing, they, they put it out there and then they re put it out there, but it was like badly dubbed at yeah. first, um, the way that they like tried to delete it, and then they put out a new one, I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, they put out a sex line without even knowing it. Yeah. That's pretty. You funny. feel like they would check that, but no, not, not really. If you got so much to do with that show, they're they're busy making songs. I also put that on your top ten. And they've gotten two season pickup right at the yeah. bat, right off the bat. I like that expression. <laughs> I've been saying that a lot today. Animaniacs is probably in my top ten. It's about mid range, so you mid range. Right. Okay, I thought it might be a little higher, but no all right. man's land. Right. This it, pilot for you watched the pilot. It was instead of Israeli. No, it was. A, a show in the Middle East about this guy who goes, the French guy who goes to Syria trying to find his sister, and then he gets picked up by the YPJ, and he's almost killed by terrorists, but he doesn't get killed right. in the first episode. You said it was good? And uh, No, I was like, it you was okay. It was they had a, they had like the ending scene, which was cool. Okay. I said there were too many no man's lands, and it makes Operation Buffalo or whatever look like potatoes yeah <laughs> like, like nothing there's like 50 movies with the no man's land uh, name but uh there's been no news to whether or not it's going to continue okay it got kind of mixed reviews polarized reviews whether or not it was I, I would be surprised if it was picked up again but the next one next show i'm pretty sure is planning for a season two yeah saved by the bell saved by the bell i don't know the theme song to it <laughs> but i can hear the bell in my from my middle school in my head or my high school didn't even have a bell did your high school have a bell yeah it did? Yeah. You, how did your high school not have a bell? It had a ding. 
Oh, well, I mean, I guess mine did too then. Yeah. Okay. But it was but it wasn't a bell. Like there's a specific difference. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh but the yeah, end... this one has a 5? Is that am I reading that right? It has a 5 on IMDb? Ooh, that's so low. Wow, by the end of its... Because that, that differs from the end of its first week, which topped the charts beating out all streaming shows like Flight Attendant, like Ostroniski. I think that's a YouTube thing, and then Virgin River, among others. And 30%... What? Wait, what? Virgin River? Virgin River, yeah. What is that? Oh, I, I didn't check those. But I don't understand what you're saying. Are you saying that the it, Nielsen ratings it was are low? The, no, I'm saying for the streaming service, it was the highest stream show for that oh, week. Oh, on Netflix? Or just on all? Uh, just on, I believe, all things. And then Peacock's, like, 30% oh, of wait, all people... Thirty percent of all people subscribed to Peacock saw the episode. And there's yeah. 26 million yeah. subscribers, right. so... Yeah. It's very PC, sometimes overly PC. The main character is too good, two shoes. Yeah. That's what I didn't like. And then you didn't like how her flash, or her, like, freeze frames were too, they kind of... like, too awkward, and I felt like they were just thrown in they to weren't be, as like, oh, yeah. As the as Zach Morris's yeah. were. I liked her friends, though. Her friends had interesting storylines, kind of like Glee, though. Yeah, and I, and I like the fact that they didn't overly rely on the old cast to bring in the new one. I, Zach Morris being mayor, I think, helped a lot with that first yeah. episode. People liked it. Uh, the next one was Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, <laughs> and that's the first of Auntie Donna's that we'd heard of, but apparently so, so it's been around for eight years. These guys know what they're doing. We watched the full season of it. Easy to get through. Egg Helms is great. Uh, Scott Ackerman shows up for a little bit. You got a lot of ex-comedy bang-bang people. Mm-hmm. I like the boombox. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a part in every episode that's funny, um, and I think that... Yeah, some episodes are funnier than others, though. Yeah, but I think that one of the funniest parts was the part with the ball and then Abraham Lincoln showing up. Just And they're not afraid to, like, make you forget a joke and then bring it back, like, even episodes later yeah. just to finish it off. It's, it's a weird show, but if you're into that type of comedy, never, absurd comedy, then you'll love never it. Never thought I'd see Randy Fellface and Tony Starr in the same thing, but yeah. Uh, number 92. <laughs> well, I mean, they're both Australian. <laughs> number 92. You didn't know that Randy Feltface was cast in the next Boys season? No, I would love to He's see that. He's a Vought character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 92. So down to the last eight. 6.5 on IMDb. 7.4 episode that you watched. Uh, or that yeah, I watched. You watched this yeah. is the one where Grace, yeah, yeah, Grace was on um, on the run. She almost escapes. Uh, what's his face? The bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> the sheriff or constable and, or and state trooper. It's still this gray in ratings. A lot of people attribute that to the lead-in of The Bachelor. And it was ordered for even more episodes than it was originally supposed to have. It, had, it went on mid-season break, like on December 15th. And now it's supposed to have 11 more episodes. I thought it was six episodes that were additional. Yeah, but... six, six episodes on top of the five more that they already made oh, to air. Okay. So the way I see it is that Ryan Felipe doesn't need to be in the show because he's not, right? Yeah. Um, but Legarski uh, and the Grace character, I think their storyline was so much more entertaining than the two cops trying to figure out what happened to Ryan Felipe. Right. Like, they don't really even need that. Yeah. Um, Big Mouth, season four, episode one. Uh, this is not the one that had the pen 15 people in it. No, this is just the one that had the introduction of the mosquito. The, Tito the mosquito, who is now appearing as um, to be haunting everyone as they return back to school. Mm-hmm. Jesse's story is kind of the most interesting because it's so different than the previous seasons yeah. to every other character. Every other characters, it's like they're returning to South Park Elementary. Like I said, Jesse is my favorite character, I think, from the show. She's, like, definitely the more most normal. I, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, so these last two, Big Mouth and Auntie Donna, is both on my top ten list. And they're the most 
hyped part of the season has been about um what's her face the other girl who's in the show missy missy yeah and her her uh change that occurs when they switch voice actors for her right um and her dealing with everything of the moment yeah. uh it, we really haven't seen that in the first few episodes yeah she's <laughs> well she i when you said that i was like oh we're probably gonna notice a change but like you said she's barely had a line mm-hmm. or so so yeah also the trans character was only in the they're not in the school. In the camp thing, like, yeah, they, they weren't at the camp. Were not just the like school. Seth Rogen. He was just a kind yeah. of side character. All right. So, 94, Selena, the series. It has a part two that isn't out yet. It already has been filmed, though. Man, yeah. The cast it came out. I was probably filmed all at once. The cast has been said to return. Uh, Abraham Quint- Quintanilla, uh, he's, like, looking at his eight-year-old kid and being like, she's going to be a star. Um, and that's basically the full full episode. I wish they had done more of her type of songs and less slow ballads. I think it would have picked up the show yeah. a little bit. You could tell me after the first episode that the show just turned out to be spectacular, and I believe you, because it could easily get better, especially since I didn't see the main character do her thing. But it's almost like utopia in reverse, where it would need to... Um, do better than it's really set it up yeah and that's even been said like they're like okay there are more milestones that they should be hitting uh in the second season so who knows uh the second part yeah, the second first part. Season. yeah. your honor brian brian cranston we've already talked a little bit about him um again i can't i haven't seen him do something dynamic enough since breaking bad to really establish me as yeah. a giant brian cranston fan yeah um but i did love him in breaking bad i think everybody did mm-hmm. uh so w- in this episode he tries to save his son from getting in trouble a lot of people it's picked apart the crazy, plot. Yeah. However, it is, as you said, one of those shows that has like an 8.5 on IMDb, but then like a 43% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So the biggest divide that you can kind of get. And uh, the, it did bring up Showtime viewership significantly. So wow, I, can see I wonder it. why. I, I, I really, yeah, but Star like, the show. Yeah, but I don't even feel Troubled like it's... character, like Breaking Bad. Like he's Breaking Bad within the show. I mean, <laughs> it's okay, I guess. Yeah. All right. 96 FBI. Uh, FBI no set date for return but it followed a lot of people into the break with uh we literally like, watched the last episode yeah with things like seal team spawn criminal minds so so we can basically hypothesize and we would be right to do so because yeah. we haven't seen anything since i think they're going to continue that angel batista storyline the guy from yeah the he, seems, he seems like he's going to definitely be the villain this season I he'd imagine. be a good villain he did a decent job as vargas mm-hmm. vargas yeah and isabel um and she has time she has time to catch him yeah. <laughs> i would be surprised if she didn't <laughs> i i didn't see any like set number of episodes for this season either so i think they're just going at at their own pace at this point mm-hmm. you know what i didn't expect to be received as well because you didn't give me the best impression of it was the wilds that's my number four out of four of things that i just really really did not like not only has it been renewed but it has a 92 percent on rotten tomatoes it's very people's expectations for it have actually grown like they think that it's pretty good maybe it gets better in later episodes like i said my biggest problem really just the writing and i really really didn't like the writing well there (laughs) leia's affair the student who had an affair with her teacher right i think we went after that harsher than i think the reason why tv shows still do it is because tv shows still don't get hit for that yeah that much like they said st- people still buy into it yeah and still like to watch it i don't know <laughs> you but... creeps <laughs> no but uh it, this is at one point talked about as like a lost b related but if it's getting a 92 percent on ron tomatoes it's it shouldn't be compared yeah. to a b rated loss no no that's fair because lost is already b rated by the end <laughs> 
The Expanse season five, episode one. It was our ninety eighth episode. This is it my feels last. Like yesterday feels like it snuck in under the wire because this is my last one that I said is in your top ten. And it is. Yeah. So you basically got all the ones that were in my top ten. With Expanse, I was comfortable enough. I didn't do a ton of research in it, and I know I missed the uh, part where the memorial was about Naomi's uh, well, past. I, yeah, I mean, I did the research for Expanse, really. I know, so. but I, I felt like I could... That was something that I probably just missed, but it was such a long uh, wait for the mm-hmm. next season, and the fourth one wasn't even my favorite. It was yeah. definitely the first and the third. It's were... been, as we talked about on the podcast, it's been renewed for season six. Apparently, the next episode, the one that came out a couple days ago, I won't spoil what happens, but let's yeah, just don't say... spoil it. Let's just move on. <laughs> I don't. I, I really don't want to hear anything okay. about the experience. All right. All right. All right. So ninety nine. It's concentrating on the stand. Yep. Five point six on IMDb. Mm-hmm. This is the last episode. Uh, easy to understand. Yeah, I mean... But it floated around, like, everywhere, right? Yeah, and it had... Yeah, yeah, I was fine with it. Nothing special, but nothing bad either. Pretty sure it's a one-off. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's Stephen King novel. Uh, Stephen King has a a bunch of other projects coming out. This hasn't gone over super well. I can see, like, even with the famous people involved. So I I don't see it needing another season. Yeah, makes sense. So... That's yeah, fair. it's kind of like it's. Not, I don't think it's as bad as The Mist. When The Mist came out, that The Mist one, I remember got pretty bad reviews. Yeah, and that was on network TV or was it on a streaming platform? I think it was on network TV. I think it was on like TNT or something. Yeah, I know Netflix has picked it up since. Okay, watch so, the movie if you ever want to watch that. Yeah. Also, Thomas Jane is in that, so it's like connects the two universes mm-hmm. of the Expanse from the previous episode. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, so, we made it through. Yeah, so I just want. What were your top ten predictions for me? Because I'll give you my mock draft afterwards. It, it was more like I had just things that i had highlighted as possible ones for you um something like i said primal i said the queen's gambit i i did the easy ones for the misery index i said you might put on that (laughs) you didn't put the misery index on there that's fine but i do know you liked it more than other people did yeah i did um i condor um (laughs) how to sell drugs online fast uh lovecraft country Okay. Uh, and then also, last one, transplant. Those those were the ones. Transplant's a little bit of a surprise. Um, but no, I, I so my top ten goes from bottom to top. I can just read it to you and you tell me how I did or how how you did. Number ten, I had Curon. I like the show, but I realized it wasn't going to be my number one spot. Uh, number nine, I had uh, baseball. No, I had Flack. Number eight was Yellowstone. Number seven, I had Utopia, even though it was got super violent. That first episode was good enough to to give it. Was the it would up. would it have been higher if it didn't have like the violence that did in the first season? Or yeah, probably six. I put the Expanse, um, because I mean the episode was okay, uh, good enough to be on the top ten, but not good enough to be a surprise to me. I expected it to be up there. Uh, then number four, we had Ted Lasso, because it was a surprise. Number three easily his dark materials and then number two the boys which i found that first episode really good and then number one surprisingly enough brassic the Mm -hmm. first episode that we started with yeah so my my list for you was 10 how just like yeah go go ahead it was 10 corporate nine the chi which i don't think we're on your list eight ted lasso seven is dark materials six industry what was your five again because mine was flack and I have to look at it again. Uh, number five was anime. Oh, yeah, Animaniacs. Okay, so number four was The Expanse. Three, I had Animaniacs. Two, Utopia. And one, I got Brassic. So, 
Yeah. Did I, did I skip five when I first went through it? Because <laughs> I don't remember saying Animaniacs before. All right, what were your top ten? My top ten. You did it smart. From, you just wrote it down. I yeah, put it from down. Lisa Grace, Cindy to the Max. At ten. Uh, at ten, yeah. Really just because it gave me nostalgia. Big Mouth, uh, nine. Eight, Queen's Gambit. Seven, Umbrella Academy. Six, Dirty John. Five, Fargo. Four, Raised by Wolves. Three, Lovecraft County. Two, Auntie Donna's Bagel, House of Fun. And one, Primal. I should probably explain... Like I said, I think most lists would have Queen Scambit on top of Auntie Donna's, but I just think it was in terms of my favorite build. Yeah, I liked it a little more. So Yeah, I think I could have guessed the Primal one being your number one, and I am surprised that you were able to guess Brassic being my number one. That was That's pretty good. Yeah, well, I remember you really liked it. That was the only one that you were able to get on the exact point, though. The exact one, That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> All right. So that has been a recap of 2020. The so the two reviewed. shows based on what we watched that were our favorites, Brassic and Primal. If you walk out of 2020 knowing anything, remember that and try to avoid the rest of this year. <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. We'll be taking a couple weeks off uh, during winter and uh, we'll be back really soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode, this little recap, the best ofs. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>